We'll do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! Welcome to the Mouthpiece, episode 42, year two. Tonight, we're going to talk about the world, the world cancellation of the World Series of Poker, my private online games I've been playing with Mr. Phil Hamid, who will be joining us later. Um, we're going to also talk about uh, my dad's passing and uh, whatever else you want to talk about. It's my birthday, episode 42, the Mouthpiece is next. What up, what up, man? Well, I made it another year. Today's my birthday. I'm uh, 35. So all you 29-year-old girls out there want to see me? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, today's my 52 birthday, and my wonderful girlfriend has sent me these beautiful balloons. If you see them back there, they say happy birthday. There's a million of them. She's just a wonderful, loving person even though we don't sometimes get along the best, but she cares about me and she loves me. And happy birthday guess, to you. Uh, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, you, dear computer. butthole. Happy birthday to you. Thank, thank you, computer. I appreciate it, man. And um, uh, so, um, you know, let's, uh, I apologize to everybody. I've um, been uh, gone here for about two and a half weeks. Um, uh, two weeks ago today, my father passed away. And, um, it was uh, kind of really hard on me. Uh, he was, uh, he got really sick uh, basically uh, about three days before he passed away. It was really weird. It went really quick. Um, my family, they're, you know, they're always crying, oh, your father's going to die. Your father's going to die. Oh, and it was always nothing wrong with him. So it was kind of like the boy who cried wolf. So after the first two days, they wanted me to come over. I didn't think it could be that bad. And then when I got it over, I realized how bad it was. And, um, it was, uh, you know, at least, uh, I was able to talk to him and, and, um, uh, you know, I, I'd done a lot of bad things in my life. And about four months ago, I was able to clear the air with him and we had a long talk and, and I, I was at peace, you know, and I, um, it, it just sucked, you know, uh, we couldn't really, we would normally probably have 50, hundred people at the funeral. Instead we had six, you know, we had, um, me and my mom and my brother, uh, my brother's good friend, uh, my dad's next door neighbors, me and my girlfriend. So, um, maybe that was seven of us. I don't know. And, uh, you know, we kind of did it quickly cause it was, you know, in the Jewish religion, we usually have Shiva. We didn't even have that. That's when everybody meets at the house after somebody dies and we celebrate their life. Um, we couldn't even do that, which kind of really sucked. But, um, uh, you know, um, today being my birthday and my dad not being here for the first time in my life, um, it, it really got to me this morning. Um, and, uh, I'm, I'm the type of person who holds a lot of things inside when it comes to family stuff. Um, I like to talk all kinds of shit and, and, uh, basically say whatever to everybody else about every other subject. But, you know, um, with family stuff, I always kind of like separated that from everything else. Um, uh, and, um, you know, I'm going to miss him. You know, I, uh, yesterday was a, another tough day for me. I thought my cat was sick. Uh, he started meowing like crazy and he never meows, not, not, not flash the one that you always see on the show that is a lunatic that's 19 almost. But, um, 
my 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 ten year old cat Ace, the little gray and white one, and he never talks, and he's just been meowing up a storm. So I was worried something was wrong with him. So I took him to the vet, the emergency room yesterday, and I had blood work done. Cost me five hundred and five bucks for them to tell me he's got the best blood work they ever seen. There's nothing wrong with him. And I'm like, and he's running around still a million miles an hour. I'm sure he'll show up here tonight on the podcast because he's crazy. So I was fucking with him last night. So telling him, uh, I'm like, great. I'm like, you had to be crazy and rambunctious. Cost me 505 bucks. Anyways, better safe than sorry. So, um, you know, when I was leaving there, I was on my way home and I was really thinking about my dad a lot. I was thinking even about stopping by where he's buried, but I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I was ready for it. So, um, I apologize. I haven't been on in a couple of weeks. It's been, it's taken me a while to, uh, to get a little bit of courage together to, to come on the show and do a podcast. So, um, you know, those are the negative things that have happened. Um, and, uh, I don't really want to talk any more negative than that. Uh, except to say that, you know, my dad was a good man. Uh, we didn't always see eye to eye, but at least I know I'm at peace and, um, with our relationship before he passed away. And that's all that matters to me. So, with that said, let's uh, let's change a little bit of subject. Um, we are going to have uh, Phil Hummel Jr. join uh, join the podcast. Uh, we're going to talk about the World Series of Poker being canceled for now. Um, we're going to talk about our private game we've been playing. Um, it's been a lot of fun. It's been a small game online. Uh, it's been good for me because we usually start around 8 o'clock at night and finish at 3 in the morning. Uh, so I don't find myself playing for 20 hours a day online. Um, it's a, it's a small game. I mean, it's five, 10, 20, no limit, but it plays like 50, 100, 200. So, um, it's a, it's a big game, but a small game. So it's, uh, it's been a little fun. I've, um, I've done quite well. Uh, last night I played my, probably one of the worst sessions I played, if not the worst in the, since the lockdown, I lost 13,000, um, 9,500 of it I gave away in hands that I should have folded. Uh, but it was against the person that uh, we were playing with that was playing really bad. He actually, the person that actually beat me all four hands we played and ended up losing like 80,000 in the game. Uh, losing 80,000 in a 5, 10, 20 game, uh, you can imagine how good the game was. So, um, um, but at every hand he beat me and uh, it was just tough to fold to a guy who is always raising and putting it all in with nothing every hand. And of course he had it every time against me, but, uh, I should know better. Um, I could have found some better spots, just fold in and just wait till I really just had him dead. Uh, I thought I lost my patience a little bit and it's the first time I've done that in five weeks. Overall, I've, uh, I've done really well. Can't complain. Um, uh, game's been good. Um, they always, a lot of times they pick me up and, I have to re-replace in the game because I'm too good, which is fine. You know, I get to play my hours, whatever. And um, it's been good. I can't complain. Uh, it keeps me busy. Um, and my weakness has always been playing online poker because I never quit. Um, and I'm a degen. Uh, and online poker has been a death of me because I always played too many hours and never knew when to quit. So uh, playing in a game where it never goes more than seven hours is 
perfect for me. Um, and it's small, uh, where I can't really get hurt. I mean, I could like yesterday. I mean, that was my biggest loss. The previous biggest loss I'd taken was 8,000. Uh, but I've had some big wins. I had, um, I won uh, 36 in two days. Uh, that was before it was 5, 10, 20. That was the only one it was 5, 10. Um, so um, overall, I'm up a little bit and uh, I paid a bunch of debts. Uh, I got a few more left. And uh, financially, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, mentally, I've, I've struggled like everyone else. Uh, the lockdown has um, caused a little bit of depression for me. I, I got started uh, taking a little bit of uh, antidepressants about four days ago. Just kind of get me over the hump. Um, you know, just dealing with, you know, what happened to my dad, uh, dealing with being locked in these rooms. I know all you people out there know what I'm talking about because, uh, and this is where I, where I say we can't let the, the cure be worse than the virus because um, I, I just don't see how the what this is going to do mental the mental toll is going to do and the financial and economic toll is going to do the country it's going to be a thousand times worse than the amount of people who died and they're going to look back at this as the lockdown being the worst thing they ever did in the history of the world um but it is what it is and uh i'm very fortunate to to not be in a position where i have to worry about getting my bills paid uh where so many other people are worried about how they're going to survive, how they're going to eat. Um, those are my concerns are other people. And, uh, hopefully, um, right now I'm working on, uh, uh, getting some kind of charity poker tournament set up between all the pros. Um, me and Phil have been talking about that also, uh, where we are going to do, uh, like some kind of big, possibly a big zoom charity tournament, uh, where people will be able to donate money for COVID patients and people in, in dire need of food. Uh, so it's something that we're talking about and uh, hopefully we'll, we'll get into the works here shortly. Um, I, I say it all the time to everybody um, that um, all of us in the poker world do not live in the real world. Even the people who play one $2 no limit that win or lose three, 400 a day. That's not the real world. The real world are, a mother and father that work for $500 a week to put food on the table for two kids. And, um, I am not going to apologize for being in the good situation and not having to worry about that, but we need to worry as a family, as Americans and people in the world of what we can do to help all those people. Uh, I think it's uh, very important, you know, so will you stop attacking my cats? This fucking gray cat and all of a sudden, maybe he got bit or something. Or maybe he's like, maybe he took some steroids or something. I don't know. This cat's crazy. Hey, cat, you cost me 505 bucks yesterday for nothing. Two and a half hours of my life waiting at a vet. Anyway, so we're going to get Phil in here. We're going to talk about WSOP. We're going to talk about our game. We're going to talk about, we're going to take questions from everybody. See what you say. The mouthpiece. They'll probably, uh, they'll be in. Phil's probably, um, like crossing off Phil Hummy's talking points. I don't know. I love Phil. We've been, me and Phil have been getting along really good. We've gotten really close lately. We've had a lot of fights. Um, that's what good friends do. But it's, uh, they've been good fights, you know? They've been, uh, I don't know. They've been Phil fights. <laughs> 
So, um, what we're going to do is, um, he is probably preparing for being live instead of recorded. Exactly. That's what I just said. He's preparing Phil talking points because it's going to be live instead of recorded. So he's got to sit there and say, well, hi, Mikey, still. And, uh, yeah, today I played with three NBA champions and, uh, in this home game and, uh, and my four billionaire friends were uh, also in the game, and uh, and I lost thirty five thousand, and I run so bad. <clears throat> Was that a good Phil Hummuth impression? Computer, come on for all you guys out there. Kinda, you know, that was pretty good. Kinda, kinda. So, computer, you're gonna uh, ask uh, questions to uh, to us, or are you gonna just uh, or wait when people call in? I guess Phil is missing in action. He told me 30 minutes ago. What the fuck questions would I have? Um, you'd, uh, questions for, you'd ask me uh, how many times I've masturbated during the lockdown. It's a pretty good question. And I'd have to say five weeks, twice a day. That's a lot of fucking masturbation. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm not really, actually. Um, well, what we could do is we could just start taking phone calls until the goat shows up in the Zoom. What do you think of that there, um, Danny boy? Or computer? You're not Danny boy, you're computer. Computer, what do you think of that, computer? Hey, the 18-year-old's here. Hello, 18-year-old. Come here, Flash. The mouthpiece. If you'd like to take part in our phone call segment, you can give us a call at 702-329-0480. And if you're a snowflake or a pussy and you don't want to talk to me, you can email me at mouthpiecepodcast at gmail.com. Also, follow me at the Mouth Mattiso on Twitter for times that our call-in segment will be live. There he is, $505 cat. He's crazy and out of control. All right, everybody. Give us a call. 702-329-0480. 702-329-0480. Ask me anything. Talk about anything. Talk about... I don't really... I try and not... Hey, I've got a call. All right. Welcome to the mouthpiece. This is Mike. Hello. Hey, Mike. It's Israel from San Diego. What's going on, buddy? How's it going? Just hanging out, man, watching your podcast. Condolences for your pops, man. I've been listening. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it sucks, man. But, um, uh, you know, it's uh, just trying to deal with it every day. I mean, he was 89. He lived a good life. You know, I just, um, yeah. You know, I would have, I really, 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 really wanted to get in the Hall of Fame while he was still alive. Uh, That's what that pisses all. me off, man. That's what I, yeah. I've been hearing you. You know, I've only been playing poker for three years, but I've been yeah. listening to all your podcasts. I've heard you say that's all you wanted, and these fucking yeah. haters, man, they kept you out. That's bullshit, man. Yeah, it's something. Listen, it's it. Uh, it's like Matt Savage said because they did the same to him, and his dad was sick a year ago. You know, it's something that I will always hold against them um, because they always knew that I was going to be in and they, it was, they, they put certain people in uh, for 
poker politics, not, not regular politics, over, over me. First, Why don't you call is, these guys out for the poker politics, man? Call these you know, guys out. Uh, they, 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 all, they know who they you are. Have you have a fan base, saying? man. We back you up. Yeah. So, um, you know, it kind of bothered me. You know, it's uh, it's something that I'll always, uh, when I do get in, it'll something that I, uh, don't worry, uh, when I'm doing my acceptance speech, you know, I, I'll say what needs to be said. You know what I mean? You deserve it, man. No, you definitely yeah. deserve it. Um, yeah, and I'm just, playing at a really high level right now, too. I really love it. I love the fact I'm playing at a really high level again. Um, I didn't I've know if that, I could man. ever play. I've no that every week. You, every week you have fucking games, and you, you, you're talking about it. Yeah, I mean, um, I didn't know if I could ever get my No Limit game back to that level of 2005, 2004, 2000, in the early 2000s, but... I think I have. I mean, I think I'm real close at least. Like with 10 being when I was like top three players in the world, um, I, I think I'm I think I'm a good eight out of 10 right now. That's pretty close. You know what I mean? And I'm putting in a lot of uh, reps right now. So the more reps I put in, the more feel I'm, in, I'm getting. Um, I put that together with my talent. And I think, uh, I think there's going to be some big things out of me if I can stay healthy, you know? I hope so, man. I hope so. Like I, I've only been playing for three years. So I wish I could pick your brain, but yeah, like it's uh, what, what I've been hearing. It's all good stuff. Yeah, I mean, I've made some calls that I just knew I was right on. Then I've made some folds I knew I was supposed to call on, and uh, and I, I didn't follow my instinct. And I was right there. So um, you know, it's good that I'm 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 it's I'm getting the reps playing five, ten, twenty, uh, because you can't really get hurt much, and I'm learning a little bit more as the days go by uh, of uh, what I need to do to get, get my game back up there. And, and I, I, I really know I'm close. I'm positive. I'm really close. So, you know, that's all I could do. But, that's awesome, dude. Yeah. I'm out, I'm out in San Diego. So there's not a lot of, uh, I mean, I got to figure out this VPN stuff cause I can't get online anywhere. Um, but I just been doing home games and just kind of, well, that's what we're around. doing. We're doing, the, we're, yeah, we're doing home games like on poker RR two and then we just invite people into the club and it keeps track of everybody's wins and losses every day it's a it's like a free app it's pretty fun yeah no that's awesome yeah I, i'm saving up man as soon as uh vegas opens up i'll be out there uh if you guys ask them for sure all right well uh i think the world series will happen at the end of the year and if it does uh come on by and say hello awesome man we'll do man love you man take care all right thanks love you too man thanks for calling all right later Welcome to the mouthpiece. This is Mike. Hello. Yeah, how's it going, Mike? Yeah, what's going on, man? Who's this? It's L. I was calling to see, um, have you seen uh, Raymond Davis? Have I seen Raymond Davis? Yeah. I heard he's in jail. Oh, Jesus Christ. Matter of fact, I know he's in jail. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he's in jail. He's in jail for. Do you think he did that, Mike? Yeah, I don't know. He he got in trouble for something. So. Um, uh, touching I, I kids. Don't know. Yeah, fucking with some kids or something. I don't know. I, I don't know the whole story to it. You know what's so crazy? You know I'm a black guy, but every time I see that guy on the internet talking, something was always off about him to me. Something seemed weird about that guy to me. Right. Yeah, we all kind of felt the same way. You know, like, and, 
And uh, like focusing off about him with me. Like, you know what? On his little show, on YouTube thing, whatever, on Grinders, he always had yeah. kids over his house, giving them candy, open the door for yeah. kids to touch his pet yeah. turtle. I thought that was weird. Yeah. Um, I, I gave him the benefit of the doubt, uh, but uh, it's some weird shit. So. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, and you know what? It's innocent to prove he's guilty, but when he kept having them kids at his house and the way he talked kind of weird and stuff like that, and I'm like, when 14-year-old girl said they, he paid them for sex, he kind of seemed like a pedophile to me. Like, I don't, uh, I know grown females lie on people because they want to be with you in a relationship. I just don't right. see a kid, multiple kids lying on him. Multiple kids lying on him? That's kind of, yeah, you know. He, yeah. Mikey, uh, can you? Yeah. Hold on a second, Philly. All right, man, I got to go. I got Mr. Phil Humuth on the line. Uh, okay, God I'm bless you, Mike. Stay safe, okay, buddy? You got it, buddy. Thanks for the call. Later. All right. Okay, Mikey. Can What's you- up, Philly? Welcome to the mouthpiece, buddy. How you doing? Oh, we're just uh, celebrating the birthday. Girlfriend got me the birthday balloons. See all the birthday balloons in the background there? Happy birthday, Mikey. I told you that at midnight. You and I were on the phone at 12.01 yesterday when your yeah. birthday occurred. I told you bur- happy birthday then. Yeah. So um, we're just kind of chilling. I figured I'd have a birthday uh, podcast and we'll, we could talk about uh, the, uh, the postponement of the World Series. Um, we could talk about your private game, our private game. Uh, we could talk about Fuck, we could talk about all kinds of shit, man. So uh, I guess we'll start off with uh, what? Uh, what's your opinion of uh, the World Series being canceled? Do you think it's going to happen this year? I think there'll be a World Series. There's always a World Series. Unfortunately, with COVID, you know, uh, close contact and people touching the same objects, i.e. chips, yeah. is bad for us. And right. so, you know, that's uh, that works against us. And so... I know I was, you know, sent a week before the series was canceled. They told me it was they were going to cancel it. Yeah. At that point, there was some discussion about having some online tournaments from July 1st until August 15th. Yeah, I thought it was a bad idea. What, what, what do you think about that? Well, I don't know if they I, – I haven't looked at any updates. So yeah. did, they, did, they, did they announce online? I heard they were going to have bracelet events, and a lot of people were like, that's, that's going to just, just absolutely make the – the world series of poker looks bad because you're going to have online bracelet events with only people from Nevada, uh, Delaware or New Jersey. That's just, that's just, you know, that's just not right. So, um, people were, yeah, I mean, complaining. I'd have to, I mean, what changes for me, Mike? I don't know. You'll I be over my fly. house. Fucking, you'll be at my house playing on the fucking computer. <laughs> I'll be at the Aria, obviously. No, the Aria is closed. So you'll be at fucking, I might be open by then. The area will be open by then. Right now, they're doing a nice facelift to the place. I talked to the CEO yeah. a couple of days ago. and I know uh, they're putting all those plastic things uh, in all the, like, to separate people and the gambling tables. Is that what you're talking about, facelift? Then, well, not just, I mean, Steve Zanella, I talked to him, and he, president of Ari, and he's spending, he's going into work every day there. They're doing a bunch of remodels because they're closed. They might as well spend a bunch of money on construction now. Yeah. By the way, you're thinking about buying casino stocks. I've heard that that uh, that MGM has 24 months of runway, which is amazing. I've heard Wynn has 18 months, and I've heard that uh, that uh, Sands has 36 months of runway. So these casinos are not going to go bankrupt. You, MGM you, you, think, was lucky. You, you think it's a coincidence that 
the biggest Republican donor has the longest leeway of all of them in Sands. Uh, uh, you know, what's his name? Adelson? Who don't, no, I'm not talking. I'm not sure they received any money. Did they receive oh, money? Oh, I don't know. When you heard Lee, well, I don't even know what leeway is. It just sounded to me. Runway, was, I said. Runway. runway. What is that? Does runway. That well, let's just you know say. Me, my, I don't know nothing. Let's just say that I know a professional poker player that spends $6,000 a month on food and rent. You. Okay. Let's just say that you had a hundred thousand. Let's just say that you had a uh, $120,000 in cash. We would then say that you have 20 months worth of runway before you go broke. So, you know, runway is a, is a Oh, I see. Oh, so basically, Sans could, uh, they, I got you. So the longer, the longer the runway, the more money they have to overcome being closed. That way you're now, a lot of startups, Mike, a lot of the smart startups 15 years ago learned that they needed to have runway. You know, you need to, like, if you're spending a million a month, you need to have 12 million in the bank. That gives you 12 months of runway before you go bankrupt. Mm -hmm. Now, what happened is right before this financial, this latest crisis, a lot of them were so confident they could raise money because money's been so easy. It's been sloshing around in this big bucket that they didn't have enough runway. Right. And so a lot of the young founders never understood, hey, I need to have 12 months of runway. So unfortunately, we're seeing you know, a fair amount of startups go bankrupt. Yeah. Well, that's what they Runway is important for poker players and businesses. That's what they don't understand about you, Phil, man. You always have runway. That's the, that's, the, <laughs> that's, the, that's one thing that they don't understand. Why everybody else is fucking playing 100K buying tournaments with $250,000 bankroll. Phil's sitting on all his cash, playing, playing for 50% with all kinds of runway. I just put, I just invested in a poker player fund. Jason Strauss's fund. He used to be a red tilt. Yeah. Uh, used to be a red tilt pro at, at full tilt, a red yeah, pro at full him. tilt. Yeah. I'll just put 200,000 in his fund. Caption too. Um, I know Eric Seidel has money in there, but you know, and I'm looking to buy survey monkey stock right now. And I'm looking to buy Occidental petroleum stock. I got lucky. Mike. I bought, I bought, you know, a hundred shares of Amazon, put like 170, 100 and 170,000 in Amazon. And it's, it's gone, gone up 30%, right? <laughs> that's like it's, I also bought a bunch of visa yeah you know what's funny about that there was a big you know um, again it's like it's so funny because like you know Bezos owns the Washington Post so he had a big a big article yesterday of why we need to continue the lockdown and stay locked up yeah because so he can make billions and billions of dollars the longer <laughs> we're locked up of course his own newspaper is going to say that I thought it, I thought it pretty funny that, uh, that uh, my son today my son to me came up to me today and, uh, you know, we're separated, uh, we're isolated. He, did, he has not been inside our side of the house in forever, but we were both in the backyard, right. six feet apart. And he's a, a great kid and uh, works in banking. So he's still working. And uh, he said, hey, I heard, you know, Elon Musk said this. And, and now everybody's going after him. Of you course know, they're because, going after him because he's right, though. He's like open America. His, there is a color on the out, line. Open boys. America. This is bullshit or something like that. Something. He like he he knows what's going. He he knows he's a smart guy, man. Hello, caller on the line. Welcome to the mouthpiece with Mike and Phil. What's going on? Uh, not Hello? a whole lot, Mike. I didn't want to interrupt. I was going to let you guys finish. No, nah, we're just talking. Talkers, so it's all good. It's all good, man. You got any questions for me or Phil? Yeah. Well, first things first, man. I wanted to say sorry about your father. My wife actually lost her mother to COVID two weeks ago. Oh wow! So I understand. Like it's, it's it's a rough it's a rough spot, dude. And I wanted to say 
sorry about your father. It's tough. It's a tough, Thank you. tough situation to be in. Um, Thank you, man. I appreciate and, it so um, much. Yeah. And so um, I also wanted to say to Phil that uh, for years I'd always heard that Phil was one of the best players ever in terms of, you know, his fans. Like he always took care of his fans. He's always the nicest guy ever away from the table. I don't know if Phil remembers the NAPC Venetian in 2011, right before Black Friday, but he got cooler out of the tournament. This five-game in event with Queens against Aces. And uh, he was pissed off, obviously, because, you know, busting out of a 5K sucks. And he still took a couple of pictures with me. And he was still a really cool guy. So I just wanted to say thank you to Phil for being a good guy and being a gentleman there. Uh, because yeah. it was really cool to meet him. And it, was, it, was, it, was, it was a privilege to have a chance Hello. to talk for a second. Shut I, know up, Lane. I, I know it was hard for him to stop. <laughs> hey, Phil. So. What's up, Lane? Thank you very much. I really appreciate that. That's uh, nice of you to say. I... Uh, I have. Uh, I, I do think it's really important to to be with the fans and take care of the fans. I mean, listen, it's pretty cool that somebody likes you in life. You know, it's pretty cool that we have fans in the first place. And so for me, it's important, even as ba dark a mood as I can get in when I bust out of a tournament. It's very important to kind of man up and, and take the pictures, and I've done that. You know, and sometimes I'm storming back after busting the Bellagio main event or the World Series poker main event, and I see fans and their their eyes light up and they're so happy to see me and they want a picture and an autograph. And I'm like, but I smile. I say, hey, thank you very much. I take the picture. I smile. And as I'm walking away, my mood is maybe 5%, 10% better. And then I hear them scream, oh, my God, that's the coolest thing that's ever happened. I mean, <laughs> I'm just some random ass poker player. You know, yeah. Coolest thing that ever happened to me, huh? Yeah. And then that increases my route another ten or fifteen percent, and then maybe, maybe within a couple of hours I'll be dealing with. Then he calls me and cr complains and cries, and then I put him. I, I increase his mood another twenty percent, and by after five hours we get him in a good mood. <laughs> it used to take me five or well, six that's, days. That's Lane Black, how you doing? Yeah. So, um, hey, we appreciate the call, man, and well, uh, thanks I, for calling. I have one quick strategy question for you too. Sure. In a local game that's probably going to start up again once quarantine's over i play a no limit game with one button of plo8 okay and the rest of the the rest of the orbit is no limit is it worth me learning plo8 for one button per orbit in your opinion what do you choose one yes. button yeah i mean yeah i mean one button yeah. per orbit yeah just play aces and fucking ace deuce three king and <laughs> that's it and just that's it there you go you just learned plo8 there's no pedal yeah i mean if it's only pull, for one pull, orbit pull. If it's one, it's only for one hand and one button. I mean, what else do you want me to say? Let's you hear know? Lane's. Oh, let's hear Lane's <laughs> Omaha Eater better advice. Well, you know my Omaha Eater better advice. Now, I, I, I'm I'm actually driving to South Dakota. My father's health is bad, so I don't uh, I can't video, so I have to put the sorry, phone. Sorry up Sorry to, to hear that, Lane. My dad passed yeah. away a week and a half ago. Yeah, yeah. I said something on Twitter about it. It's yeah. it's tough. The worst thing about it is we're next in line, man. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you lose your great grandparents and your grandparents, your parents, and you're like, oh shit, I'm next. <laughs> oh, <geez>. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, you're but, funny, Lane. <laughs> well, you we we know in Omaha, you know, a straight Omaha, there isn't any one hand that is that much greater than any other Omaha hand, which yeah. is the difference in hold'em, you know, aces to do seven is an yeah. astronomical difference. But in four card Omaha, no one hand has a greater percent better than any other hand. Yeah. Now, when you go to Omaha eight or better, obviously yeah. that changes because the ace deuce has so much power. Right. 
Now, I've always been a fan of, you know, multi-way pots with Ace Deuce, so I try me not too. to run everybody out because me I don't, you know, that, that value of a getting quartered, has, you know, has a lot of value to it. But, it's, you know, when you're in position and you're trying to run them out and get head up, that's different. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Getting getting three quarters of that. The key uh, to PL, PLO eight is getting three quarters of the pot, because when you're in a tournament or a cash okay. game, when you quarter them, you get half their stack. Remember that. I mean, you, yeah. you, you have to put yeah. a lot of pressure on a late position and you have to trap an early position. Exactly. So that's my advice Absolutely. to you, my friend. Anything else? Absolutely. And this, this game, we will see nine players to a flop in a list PLO eight pot. These people do not, these people will list King Jack seven, four on. Well, you're in a, I, I, so how big is this game? Me and Phil want to come play in this game. <laughs> This Mike game, will see you there tomorrow. Hey, is this game big enough for me and Phil where we can make about ten thousand? We'll be on our way. Me and Phil, we whore ourselves out it's for one, all ten balls. It's one two, bro. I'm sorry. It's one oh, two. Oh, well, one, not worth it to us. But you know what? If you guys ever start playing bigger, hit us up on hit me up on the mouthpiece fucking Twitter and boom. We'd be I'll, over I'll there. Tell you- I'll tell you what's amazing, like 15, 20 years ago, you know, Hold'em was so boring when Omaha came out. It was all the action. It was everything. Now it's getting to the point Omaha barely has action. Yeah, well, it's poker's tough, man. You got, you know, it's, uh, you got to play in games that, uh, that Phil Hummy sets up. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just remember, people always the game of the future and it always will be. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate it. Listen, we got to get, we got to get off the call because we might have some other calls. Hey, thanks for the call. I okay, buddy. It. Take care, guys. All right. You got it. Have a good one. All right, Leno. What's going on, Leno? Not much. Driving, driving, driving. Driving to North dogs. Dakota. South Dakota. And I have my dogs. So it's a different. North Dakota, South Dakota. They're both Dakotas. One's on the north side, one's on the south side. Yeah, you go up there and tell that. You go up there and I know. Tell that. I know. I've been up there. The South Dakota people, the South Dakota people hate the North Dakota people, and the North Dakota people hate the South Dakota people. Uh, it's not really hate. It's just more of a rivalry, I guess. Yeah, not hate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, somebody comes down from North Dakota, I don't say I hate you. Uh, but I tell, I, I tell them to go back. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Remember the fucking days, all of us hanging out in the fucking... We were, we were crazy, man. I'll tell you this. 400, 4,800 together. Uh, Lane, Mikey, I all mouthing off, having fun, but having a lot of respect for each other. But occasionally yeah. crossing the line, too. Oh, yeah. We had to cross the line. I mean, like... Honestly, like I tell people all the time now, it's like me and Phil are too close of friends for me to go too far over the line. But back then, it was fucking, it was, uh, it was uh, mouth warfare. It was, it was, it was, I mean, it was. That's the biggest reason one of my my game is struggled. When I first got here, I didn't know many people, so I didn't care who I beat. Now I started gaining friends and stuff, and your game changes. Yeah. Hey, look who just joined us. It's Jay Little. What's up, John? What's up, John? How are you? I'm doing good, man. It's good you to join good us. You look good in orange, Jay Little. Jay Little, I, well, all in, Ace Jack or better. Yeah. That's right, Ace Jack or better. I remember <laughs> a, a good memory from Mike Mattis house. He <laughs> signed his biography to me. He said, I love yeah. Jonathan Little. Fuck you. You ruined my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, and then then the last time, uh, oh, no, that wasn't him. That was, somebody, that was uh, Jeff Gross. It had Ace Jack, and the flop came. Jack, deuce four. He was up against Ace nine, offsuit. And, and, and he's like, 
don't let anything crazy happen. I go, what's going to happen? And he's got his camera out and it comes nine on the turn, nine on the river. And I'm like, like, what the fuck? And he had his camera out. And I'm thinking to myself, how did he know something like that was going to happen? I'm like, he goes, don't let something crazy happen. I'm like, flops Jack through spore. The guy's got ace nine offsuit. What's going to happen? He goes, the nine comes. And when the nine comes on the turn, he turns the camera on. It goes like this. And the nine came on the river. That's how he busted the fire. The, the turbo, the five. Mikey, were you watching five. that pot that, that I that I was tweeting about where we played an eighty nine thousand dollar pot? Uh, I had mm-hmm. aces against two guys with ace queen. I, I didn't I, see I, that. I, I heard about it. Um, I was I was logged off at the time, uh, but I think I got a phone call from you five minutes later. Uh, <laughs> it was like five in the morning till about six in the morning, and I must. No, that was noon, bro. That was eleven a.m. Oh, that's right. It was noon. That's right. Cause yeah, I started, I started watching with one and two and then I'm like, and I'm like, um, I must've heard the word motherfucker, motherfucking can't two, motherfucker can't two is a fucking motherfucker minimum of, I don't know, 20 times. That's pretty funny. Can't two will get well, that. That was the first time I live tweeted all the hands and I was just taking beats and I said, I'm not going to give up. My wife pointed out that was a super moon. But I, I you <laughs> he know, lost all I the money on a. He's never playing on a super moon again. By the way, I had it up to thirty nine thousand. My ten k. I was in ninety, and then got it all in uh, with aces against two guys with ace queen. Eighty nine k pot. It was going to get me even, and instead I was like, all right, I just quit. Now I did win fifty the day before, and I've won several hundred thousand online. So if people hear me whining, just understand how lucky I've been. But in the game that Mikey and I play. Tell, tell uh, Jonathan Little that ninety k pot. Tell him what the what the blinds were in that game. Five ten twenty. <laughs> you can't make this up, Jonathan. You like, can't <laughs> make this up, Jonathan. It's this why you're the, the best game. player in the world to get people to put in a million big blinds with apparently not the nuts. Good job, congrats. Hold on, oh we got a God. phone call coming in, guys. Hold on, everybody. Let's see what everybody has to say. Welcome to the mouthpiece. You're online with Mike the Mouth, Phil Helmuth, Jonathan Little, and Lane Flack. Hello. Do he was overwhelmed. Uh, he was over. Hello. Can you hear too me? Too much. Too much. Got to go. They hung up. Mike, how many bracelets do you up. have, and how many bracelets does Lane have? Lane's got six. I got four. Jay Little, he's fucking has normal fucking. fucking normal zero. Zero. <laughs> Mike, did you just say that Lane has six bracelets and you have four? Yeah, I think he has six, maybe five. Six. Six. I thought it was six. six. To be fair, Mike still hasn't studied how to play No Limit Texas Hold'em, and that's like half the schedule. So Yeah, but I have now. Have I've been really bracelet. playing good now. I've been putting a lot of hours in. I'm really playing well. I'm really Mike Mike cut, came to my – I invited Mike into my group of friends, and he's made like hundred to 150000 right? No, no, I haven't made that much. I've made about 10000 Phil. <laughs> Phil, Phil, come on, man. I have not made that much money. Phil, I have not hey, anywhere hey, close hey. to that much money. We're oh, live Phil, on the air. You owe people. Never mind. <laughs> Phil, Phil hey, don't Phil. be saying that out loud. Phil, Phil, what are you fucking doing to me? Phil? Caller on the are you, line. So fuck, are you trying to ruin my life that I've worked Mike, so hard Mike to get, get back on top? <laughs> Mike gets a dozen phone calls after the show's over. Dude, look, yeah. the text. look, they're already fucking texting me. You motherfucker. Caller on the line, boys. For, for two weeks, Mike sent a negative text to me every day. And I finally said, you ungrateful, blah, 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 blah. I went uh, crazy. I said, you up. came into my group. You made $150,000. I haven't made that and you're much whining. money. I fucking made like 10000 Stop it. Caller on the line, boy. Hey, we got a caller on the line. Hold on a second, you guys. Hold on. 
Caller on the line. You're on the Call line. line. Mike, where's my money? Yeah, probably. <laughs> What's going on? Who's hey, this? Mike. Yeah. Happy birthday. Just wanted to call in. All right. Mike from Michigan. It. On- Enjoyed uh, all the years of your, your entertainment on the TV with the WSOP. Yep. Appreciate your uh, your live Amelia. cast, your podcast. <laughs> Thank you, man. I appreciate it, man. And uh, do you have any questions? We have me, Phil Helmuth, Jonathan Little, and Lane Flack all on the line. If you have any questions for I mean, any just, of us, feel free to ask. all-star lineup. I, I do. I do, actually. Where do you see poker going after the casinos open? It'll boom. You know what? I'm going to leave that question to Jonathan Little. He sounds like the perfect <laughs> person to answer that. Well, online poker now is already booming. And I it think is. whenever live poker comes back i think people may be slightly slow to adopt it back again but i think after it becomes clear that people can get back into social interactions again i think it will boom at least for a while and if if the right people win if um, the media picks it up properly then i think it will boom even more and if you know things go poorly it'll probably just return back to the way it was pre-virus i have something to say about this but i want to hear lane's opinion I think it's going to boom early. I think there's going to be a lot of people that want to get out. There's going to be a lot of people that have to settle up. (laughs) (laughs) Like Mike. And there's, and by the way, you know, a lot of poker players have their money in boxes at the casino. So, you know, they're, you're, you know, so you have to, you're going to have to get back down there and settle up and do whatever. So I really think for a month or two, it's going to hit hard when it opens back up. Let me tell you what I think. Uh, I think that there's record numbers of people playing. All these players that haven't played for years have nothing to do. And so we have 48 members of our regular game, Mike. And then in my other game, I have 20. And then I have a third game that has 18. And these guys, did, weren't. none of them were playing much poker. And now they're all playing every single day. It's crazy. They went from zero to 60. Um, and so I think that poker has been reinserted into a ton of people's lives. And this is 10 years after the boom, let's call it. And so people are realizing they're better than they thought because 10 years of maturity and growth and being able to manage your money better and being able to play better has brought a new perspective to people. Plus they have more money. And so I think people are really loving our game. I think it's taking off. I think we're getting some global press with some of these tournaments that have had Brian Cranston and Ben Affleck and some of the biggest names in the world, Tiger Woods. I've been in three or four of these. And oh, yeah, um, I played that one for, tournament on uh, for, for uh, the COVID people on the uh, America's Card yeah, Room. And who, was that was your fine, who was at your table, Mike? I mean, I had Toby McGuire at my table. I had ben Affleck. ben Affleck on my left and Matt Damon on my right. And Matt Damon fucking bust crippled me with three, four offsuit. He pushed it all in at Ace King. It came Ace three, four somehow. Uh, yeah, that was fun. <laughs> but it was a charity tournament. But I mean, the real um, question is, though, will people show up to the live casino to play? Like, if yeah. they had the World Series of Poker next month, I don't think I would go. I wouldn't either. And yeah. so the question is, like, if they did have it at some point, when when does it, the people become comfortable going out into an interaction like a World Series of Poker type of environment or any major tournament series? And well, I'm, yeah. I'm not sure of the answer, but it will come back eventually. I agree. Any other questions for us? I mean, I, I'll no, say something I, about I, Appreciate it. Uh, just great listening to you guys. Uh, thanks for keeping it alive and uh, enjoy the podcast, Mike. Happy birthday. You got it, man. Thanks for calling in. We appreciate it. Thank you. Have a good okay. one. You know, Phil, to elaborate on your, your comment about, uh, about the poker, I, I, I agree with you. Not only that, it, when I first started playing, it was intimidating to like 
sit at a table if you're inexperienced. Now I think a lot of people have overcome the intimidation because they've seen uh, how anybody from any walks of life can come and play. I don't know. Jonathan Little intimidates me. You're right, Lane. I agree. I agree with your point, Lane. And I would tell you this to, to circle back and stay on this point for a minute. I, I like this. I, I think that, you know, we, there's going to be a cure coming uh, eventually. And this is one I don't think we're going to let go of. You know, Jonas Salk made his name and became someone that we talk about today because he cured polio. Someone's going to cure this. And the minute that it's cured, people will be back to their normal routines. But uh, unfortunately, you know, I don't think a lot of people want to go to health clubs right now and they don't want to be on cruise ships right now. You know, if I wasn't 2020, Mike, the the caring, love the world type of Mike, and I was old Mike, the I don't care about no one but myself, Mike, I would say, I want the lockdown to go for two more months so I can keep playing <laughs> online poker with these fucking... No. Well, let me tell you something, Mike. I want to warn you. I've warned you about this before and I, and I know Lane's been through this and, and I think that, I think also that Jonathan Little's maybe been through this, but Online poker ruined your life more Lou than ruined my life. And oh, that's the difference thing. Is, yeah. this, game only really runs, yeah. this game only runs 10 hours a day. Seven. And so it's I play seven hours life. a day, so I can never get hurt. We play eight o'clock yeah. at night till three in the morning. So I, I'm able, this is like the perfect thing for me. And I've had a chance to yeah. actually be in other online games and I, that are really good. And I've turned them down because I know how sick I am. So yeah, I, I believe Mike that if you were had access to twenty four seven poker online, it's going to be back. And, I'd be, it would money. destroy me again, and I know that. Jonathan, so, how would you? We got a phone call, you guys. Hold on, we got a call coming in. Hold on. Welcome to the mouthpiece. This is Mike and Jonathan, Mike. and Phil, and Lane. What's up? How's it going, guys? Hey, I want to ask this? you, what what year specifically or time would you say you felt poker was at its absolute height? And in uh, what sort of anecdotes might you have to, to sort of describe that? I, I mean, there's no doubt 2006, the year James yeah. Gold won the World Series. I mean, that was the, the, the height, the height, the height of the poker boom. And then it kind of fizzled a little bit in 07, 08. Um, uh, Lane Fleck, you got an anecdote? I've got one. Go, Lane. Uh, you mean Let's hear it. I'll start with my antidote. I'll start with my antidote, and then we'll come to you, Lane. I remember it was around oh, was oh three oh four, and I'm not saying that was the absolute height, but I have a, I have a weird anecdote. We had the bicycle, the bicycle club main event, which was always high on the priority list to win for everybody. And uh, I remember it was like oh one or oh two, and I'm getting the years probably just a little bit off. But we had 35 players, and I thought, wow, that's an all time low for this event. No, 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 it was and 55 players. I won it. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Well done, Lane. And then the next year, Lane, the next my anecdote is like this. The next year I show up and there's three news trucks from three different stations in the parking lot. Okay. Ben Affleck is playing. And there's like seven oh, yeah, that was or 03. people. That was 03. That was it's your 10, Annie Duke was teaching thousand. him how to play. And I walk in and the World Poker Tour says Sports Illustrated wants to interview. And I said, No, I'm not doing interviews. And then within like a minute, I'm like, what did I just say? I knew that I wanted to. Like, <laughs> Bill, you never miss that. a fucking interview with a, you never miss a auto, a photo shoot or an interview with anything right, that has a name. Let me finish on it. my story. Then, then, then Lane can talk and then we'll get to you eventually. Mouthpiece. Anyway. So of course, within five minutes, I'm like, what did I say? And I went back and I said, of course, Sports Illustrated could interview me. And I remember going outside, having to clear my head because I went up to Ben Affleck and I said, Hey, uh, welcome to poker. And he started quoting my book to me. 
He's like, am I a jackal? Am I this? And I was like, oh, my God, Ben Affleck knows who I am. This is when he was with uh, J-Lo. And, uh, you know, they were the biggest in the world. And so I had to walk outside and clear my head. I was like, what is going on here? From 55 players to 800 players, news trucks everywhere. This is a huge, huge event. And so that's kind of an anecdote, you know, that I think of. And I think that I probably played poorly. I was a little overwhelmed in the moment. Lane, you have an anecdote? Well, I don't really have an anecdote. I, I, you're, I'm driving, so I'm kind of getting cut out. But, yeah, from 55 players, which, by the way, was one of the toughest tournaments I ever played in, everybody was a world champion. But yep. <laughs> but that boom did 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 do a lot. And I agree, it was around two, 2003. And I don't really think it fizzled out, Mike, in 2008 and nine. I think it kind of plateaued. I'm not saying it fizzled out. He asked when it plateaued. plateaued. And I think 2006, I mean, it's still the the record for the most players we ever had in the main event. We all disagree with you, Mike. Um, And I will tell you something else, too. And I've got some evidence here. And I want to go to Jonathan next because we've got to share some time here. But it was last year that they had on the same weekend a $300 buy-in, a $500 buy-in, and a $200 buy-in. They had it in L.A., they had it in Philadelphia, and they had it in um, Northern California. Mm -hmm. And all of those tournaments hit a million guarantee, a million guarantee, and a $2 million guarantee. Imagine how many buy-ins and how many people were playing poker to make a 200, a 300, and a 500 hit $4 million in guarantees. So if you tell me that poker's done, I think you're completely wrong. I didn't say wrong. poker was done. Yeah, I mean, I that's 14,000 people right there. I just thought the peak was 06. I don't know. What do you think, Jonathan? I, I think the peak was probably about 06. I got to agree with Michael on one thing in my whole life. I think that might be, <laughs> be the case. I mean, I know in 2003 I had $50 to my name, and then in 2006 I had a few hundred thousand dollars to my name. Yeah. So that was that was good for a young kid. <laughs> so that, that like- time period was nice for me. But, I mean, it, it's always been kind of – like poker's always been nice. I mean, the last three or four years have been rougher and rougher because there's a lack of new people coming in. But like all of you said, I think if anything, the virus may revitalize poker because people realize – a great game and they can do it in their spare time and it's a great great game to play yeah it kind of so reminds maybe me, the answer is going to be 2021 you know it kind of reminds me of me in 2018 i had 50 dollars to my name in 2020 i got like a couple hundred thousand of mine i see yeah, that's good it's just mike, a little bit you, mike mike i thought you're gonna wait i was joking man i mean i, I paid <laughs> phil i paid phil all the money i owed him so i'm back to 50 bucks anyway. brandon Cantu. i will tell you one interesting thing about this game because Cantu and mike both got hot they both paid me like $20,000 each, and they're completely dead even with me. And I'm like, woo Maybe yeah. I've lost a little in this game, but I've won hundreds of thousands in my other game. Yeah. But at least I got paid back. Yum, yum. Yeah, when you, get pay- when you get paid back from Cantu, you know it's fu- you know things are good. <laughs> oh, you're running down poor Cantu no, no. again, Mikey. I love you, Cantu. You know you were first in line, actually. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> any other questions, my friend? No, but any more stories from the past are always great. Thanks, guys. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna shoot the shit tonight. So uh, I appreciate you. Tell all your friends listen a lot, mouthpiece. Thanks a lot, Mike. I'm sorry okay, I can't shoot the care. shit all night. I gotta go to bed. I gotta wake up and deal with kids in the morning. That's so. right. Well, I just wanted to tell you happy birthday and that I'm very happy that you exist. Thank you. Yeah, you know what, Mike? For me, you got it. And you know what, Jonathan? Thank you very much, and I'm glad you're one of my very good friends. And thank good you. You're very you, welcome. Jonathan. Good luck thank with everything. I'm glad in. you only won a few thousand dollars since the virus. Happened. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've won a couple thousand. You know? Paying Not off, paying off. Hello. I send out more money on PayPal than fucking anybody. Here, here's a ten ball. Here's a five ball. Here's a ten ball. You know, I'm almost out. I'm almost out. Congrats. Right. Have fun. Bye, Mike. Bye, Phil. Take care, Bye, Jonathan. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. Appreciate it. Bye. All right, man. 
That was very nice. How, Mike, how old are you? 52. You, oh, you are? Caller yeah, on the line, boy. I'm still going on 12, though. Oh, I, 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 I didn't think you are older than me. I think I'm three years old. What are you, 49? No, I'll be 51 next month. Oh, yeah, I'm one year older than you. Okay. Oh, but, you're 51, Lane? Phil's yeah. 55, right? 56 yeah. coming up. 55. 55. Fuck, well, but you know what? Like, honestly, like the three of us online, okay, you're 50. The, between the three of us, we're what? 154. And our, our, our mental capacities, we still act like we're about 36 between the three of us. We're all young, Mike. We're young. What do you want? You know, it's, we're young. We're young yeah. at heart. You and Lane and I. Look know? at this. We got Matt Savage from the pool. Savage. Matt Savage from the pool. What's up, Savage? Thanks, buddy. I appreciate you coming on, man. Yeah, you got it. What's going on? Ah, me, Phil Helmuth, Lane Flack. We just had Jonathan Little in here. We're just doing a little birthday, a birthday podcast with everybody. And uh, I got a question for Matt Savage. Okay, Matt, you traveled. I consider myself traveling a lot. But no one travels like you travel. Nobody. And now you've been forced to be home for five or six weeks. I bet you're in heaven, bro. I am very happy, actually. It's, it hasn't been bad so far. It's been pretty good. It's, uh, you know. you're, you're, Matt, you're, a little, you're coming a little quiet. Well, that's okay. We can hear him. Yeah, I've been We've heard enough to... of Minio. Hold on. I've been trying to stay home, so I've been looking forward to staying home. So it's been a good, it's been good. Yeah, especially, especially, I mean, I I think, you know, it's really nice to get time with uh, the wife and family, right? Yeah, exactly. Hey, when are you inviting me over to your house to go in that pool? I just want to stop in and say happy birthday, buddy. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. When do I get the invite to that pool, man? We'll talk to you guys later. Hey, hold on. Hopefully we see each other on the road soon. Thanks for Zoom bombing us. Matt, Matt, I got one question for you. Matt, I got one question. Uh, Lane has a question. We lost him. Oh, well. I was just going to see how fast I can get him to lie. (laughs) (laughs) All you got to do is ask him what his handicap is. Oh, my God. You're so right, Lane. (laughs) That's the one thing I fired back when Matt Savage was, you know, when he was making fun of me, which I'm an easy target and I'm guilty. But I was, I was thrown back at him when this, this handicap is always about five strokes off. Yeah. Hold on, you know who's going to join us? You know who's getting ready to join us? The Moon Girl, Danielle. Danielle. Demon Girl. Well, Mikey, what? So, what do you what, what do you do for your birthday? Just sitting at home? I'm gonna actually. I, I I actually got an invite from um, one of my top three best friends in life, um, Eric. He he's kind of like um, one of those guys that is really close to me. He's, he's been a good friend to me, uh, but he kind of drives me a little bit nuts. I I could deal with him about 20 minutes a month, kind of like Phil has to deal with me. You know, and uh, <laughs> I was going to say, you understand that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and, and I have to deal with Phil, except me and Phil and I, we talk every day. So that's why a lot of times we get in like 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 little skirmishes. And then the next day where it's like a love fest again. But, uh, you know, it's like uh, so I talked to him and he wants me to come over and and uh, he goes, come on over, man. I got this really good pot. He goes, we can smoke some and just fucking really go into another world. I'm like, all right, I'll think about it. So I might be going over there. I haven't decided yet. You know what? Be careful. Social distancing. Yeah. This is awful. Be 
but I tweeted this the other day, but you know, everybody's watched the, the Netflix Tiger King. Now who yeah. God it said, no, 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 no. I don't know. I can't hear you, Lane. You're going in and uh, out. Well, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. I, I, in episode eight, Joel was interviewing everybody and how, how all the guys with no teeth and tried to uh, tried to convince everybody that there was no drugs going on. <laughs> right, right, right. That's pretty funny. The episode eight part. And you know what else about you know about that Tiger King is is it's so obvious that he was set up. Look at this. I agree. Wait a minute. Look, look at this guy. <laughs> look, look at, at Norman, this guy. Look at, like, just take a look at him. He tries to play this like I don't look at him. Look the look on his face like. I don't have video. Who is it, Norm? Norm Chad. Norm got, Chad. Look, you, you hear that voice? Hey, Norm, you hear that voice? Who does that sound like? It sounds like back to back trash. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, Norm. I'm going to give you a lot of credit. I'm I'm pretty quick witted, but you can hold your own with the best of them. Yeah. Sure can. Well, uh, I'm happy to be here momentarily. I'm not sure why we're here. I know it's his birthday, but it's not like it's his 40th or 50th or 60th or 75th. Those are all big. It's my 35th, man. Yeah. Okay. What's the big deal? You're 50 something. I don't know what it is, but it's not 50 and it's not 60. It's not 55. How old? Dude, is- I was my 50th birthday two years ago. I don't even know where the last two years have gone. Uh, Who is that, Matt? No, that's Norm Chad. Oh, oh, I thought Matt, I sound like Matt back there. Glance. Where's he at? Oh, he'll probably be coming in soon. You know, I was just watching, by the way, for some reason, about two nights ago, I was just watching your two hands against Shiki that were hilarious Yeah, uh, at the World Series. I had forgotten about the second one. I just remembered about where he slammed the table and you all both got a pass. Yeah, I forgot about the second one, too. <laughs> I completely forgot about you calling his all in with Steph Sabatos. <laughs> The World Series of Poker made of it. You got involved with seven deuce. Well, I raised really big. That was back when I was a lunatic, and then he re-raised. It was like twenty thousand more, and I'm like twenty thousand and like a hundred and forty. I'm like, oh great. I hate those spots where you have to call. That happened to me last year. I three bet somebody with seven three off, and then I and then the uh, the guy kept raising this weak lady's blind, and I'm looking, I'm studying him, and I just knew when he was weak. So I three bet him, and the wait the lady woke up with Ace Jack for twenty thousand more. I had to call the fucking seven three off. It was the worst feeling. Well, that was worth it. Hey, that Mike, when's good. the last time you when's the last time you hollered out vindication? Uh, the last time I hired out vindication was uh, when, when I won the tournament of champions. That was it. Yeah, yeah, but there's a lot of vindication coming, baby. You know that- a lot of vindication coming. Some of Mikey's biggest victories have been – I've been down there with him, right? Heads up championship. You beat me. That was the last one. The tournament of champions, you played like shit, and I finished third, and you won that. And what the hell is going on here? I love Bad memories. You know what, man? We've had a lot of great memories together. and that, You know, that was before we were really close friends, too. Great you know, we were- memories. Great memories. Great memories for me. You know what? I just realized. I just realized if we're at a final table together, chances are I'm going to (laughs) win. Oh, wait a minute. Do we have a uh, do we have a caller on there? Okay, Mikey. I'm going to go, Mikey. Norman, good to see you. That was pretty funny. Pretty funny stuff to come in. Lane, great to hear from you. It's been too long. Yes, take care. Go. All right, Philly. Yes, sir. My wifey wants to finish watching Ozark's season three. Oh, I just finished all three seasons. It's really I'm good. Turn it off before you tell me what happened. I won't tell you anything. Everybody Enjoy dies. it. Get out of here, Phil. 
I got Later. Norman Lane to talk to anyways. All right. <laughs> What's it up, Hello? Norman? Caller on the line, boys. All right, we have a caller, everybody. Hold on. Welcome to the mouthpiece. It's Mike and Norm and Lane. Hey, Mike, how are you doing? I'm doing uh, great. Phil, Phil's off the line now? Or? Yeah, we lost Phil. He had to go. All right, well, maybe uh, you can... Uh, <laughs> Maybe you knew a little bit about this, and maybe Lane Slack also. And uh, but you know, uh, I like to talk about sometimes about the good days of poker back uh, in the a little bit of the older days. But were any of you guys involved with uh, the corporation when they were playing heads up for like a hundred thousand, no. two hundred thousand limit no. hold'em? Oh, you know what? Back, you could, back at the, with, I'll give you a good answer to that. These are the same people I played with every day. Okay, I would have had a big piece and had my two and a half million dollar piece, but it was the only day, the only day I had left town in a fucking year, and they all made all the money and all the guys that I was playing four and eight hundred with eight and sixteen hundred mix. I got back in town, they're playing four and eight thousand, and I was and then I had no game to play. So yeah, I should have had a two and a half million there. Just another one of my fucking Mike Matasso stories. I feel bad for you, Mike, because uh, they hired me as the bookkeeper, and I got one percent. Yeah, I believe it. <laughs> oh, jeez, that's pretty. That's pretty strong. I just did the numbers. Oh wow! Yeah, it was pretty good, man. <laughs> so they, I mean, like, like literally, uh, uh, Ted Forrest bailed everybody out. If I'm not mistaken. What? No, no, no. Well, what uh, I, 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 I just. I, I just got off the phone with Ted. That's funny because I just said to him, I can't believe we've been friends for over 20 years. How fast it goes. We're in LA playing in a Larry Flint game, which is a 2000, 4,000 game. And we're on our way home. We've been playing for three days. And Ted calls Bellagio because he wants to play. I said, Ted, maybe we should get some sleep. He hears <laughs> us playing 20,000, 40,000. He says, I guess I'll go take a couple rack shot at him. <laughs> you know, for a million. Yeah, wasn't that was that. What wasn't uh, Todd Brunson playing that guy heads up and Ted called and said, what's the big game? And like some guy showed up and wants to play for how much ever anybody's got. And then Ted came rolling in. It was Chip Chip Reese playing Andy Beal and nobody was allowed to play or they would get bored or they were not allowed to take this Andy Beal out of the Bellagio or they would be bored. But there's no law that says you can't. So Ted just went in and sat down, and there wasn't anything they could do except quit. Well, they didn't want to do that, and Ted wins 1.2, and then they formed a corporation is kind of how it went. Oh, see, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Yeah. They formed a corporation after that, so everybody who wanted to be involved could play as high as they you know, play as high as they wanted and, and tag in and out was the only defense to the amount of money Andy had. Yeah. And he, people don't realize Andy Beal owned everybody's chip. Like he had everybody's money. Lyle Berman had to go like wires, like $7 million in. Um, and then uh, I think oh, yeah. he, the first round, uh, I think Andy had him down like 15 million to start. Yeah. Uh, and then Todd came in and won a batch. I think Ted won a batch. Ivy, Ivy, Ivy bailed good, everyone out, Ivy, right? No, Ivy lost. Ivy won like million 8 million in one session no, at one no, point. No, no. No, 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 no. He lose four, like four. Okay, here's how it went. Ted went a little. Lane knows. And then some people lost some. And then, uh, and then Phil came. Uh, I think Todd came in and went seven to nine million. I think. And then Phil came in and lose like four or five million. And they came in the next day and win like eighteen million, which got everybody yeah. out. Right, right, right. Okay. No, yeah. no Jen Harmon at that point. Uh, no. Jen yeah, Jen Harmon played. Okay. She didn't yeah, she get played. to play. 
but she was a part in of the it. book. It's in the in the book. She she played at one point. Yeah, oh, she might she might have tagged in for a few. I'm not sure. Uh, it, it went. You know, I think there was probably a dozen sessions at you know back at that time. Yeah, what was uh, the highest they ended up playing? Did who? What was Ten, the highest they ended up? I remember Andy Beal kept twenty forty. I think. Well, is what he started out was like 10. So Andy first sat down in a 4,000, 8,000 game. So one of the hosts brought him yeah. back because they wouldn't allow him to bet big enough in the pit. He says, well, maybe you should try poker. <laughs> so he yeah. took him back there playing 4,000, 8,000. Well, he didn't feel that was big enough. So he obviously chirped in and said, we should do this. and went to 10,000, 20,000. And his goal was just to keep making it bigger time, put the pressure on. Well, poker players aren't exactly that stupid. You know, they yeah. kind of formed a corporation and said, let's just keep going one it, it got all the way up to thirty thousand sixty thousand and then at one point i heard at the last game might have been fifty thousand one hundred thousand wow yeah that's crazy yeah you know what my memory's so shot that i don't even remember right almost half of that so <laughs> well it was yeah, like it was, 20 was years ago it started in like 98 or something it started uh, it way was, a long it was time 2002 ago. yeah, yeah that's what i thought it was oh two i know because yeah. i had a lot of money then and i was out of town didn't get to be part of the corporation so i can i'll I, that yeah. that part i know I'll never yeah, forget yeah. that. Well, man, I appreciate well, my, the call. My last, go ahead. One more question? Sure, go ahead. My last question is then, obviously, we. this is one of the names that we just talked about. And I know it doesn't seem like she's been around too much anymore, but in the days of the late 90s and the 90s and the early 2000s, was Jen Harmon really that great of a player? Because she's a Hall of if Famer. She was a great limit Seems holder like player. she probably was. If, 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 if she you want to ice hold or what? Jennifer. Yeah, I'll tell you the whole history of Jennifer. Jennifer's family's out of Reno. They own, uh, you know, some businesses, et cetera. And she started as a cocktail waitress or et cetera. She started playing like 510, you know, in, in Reno and stuff. And she eventually came down here. She she had a lot of money from investments from her business and her family. And mm -hmm. she grew and she yeah. built up nicely. And, you know, many a times, obviously, you need a lot of money because of the fluctuations. And when you're on a downslide, she started questioning her game, et cetera. And, and players started getting better and better and better. And she just kind of bowed out. Was she good enough to play with those guys? She could hold her own. But I, I think they were just a little bit better. Yeah, she was a great limit yeah. holding player. We used to play 100, 200 limit holding in the late 90s and early 2000s. It yeah. was without a doubt her best game, and it wasn't even close. Anyways, I got to go. Thanks for the call. Tell all your friends, listen to the mouthpiece. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it. All right. See you guys later. All right. Hey, Matt Glass. We figured you'd be coming in here soon. What's up, buddy? What's up, boys? Hey, go fuck yourself, Norm. How's it going? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> hey, right? That ain't right, son. <laughs> is Lane here too? He is. Hey, man. Mikey, point the What's camera up, at yourself. You in Philly? Wait a minute. Hold on a second. What do yeah, you say, I'm in computer? Philly. Mikey, computer, point the say? camera at yourself. I love the computer. Point the camera at myself. <laughs> oh, we have another call, you guys. Hold on one second. Welcome to the mouthpiece. It's Mike. Hello, Mike. This is Manuel. Hey, what's going on? You're on the line with me, Matt Glantz, Norm Chad, and Lane back to back flack. Uh, it's an honor, guys. I appreciate your time. Um, uh, happy birthday, and um, I'm sorry to hear about your dad's condolences. Thanks, man. I appreciate it so much, man. It means a lot. Thank you. I just have a, I just have one question. It's a, it's a poker question. Um, I've had uh, I've been playing poker my whole life since I was like five, and I've really oh. been stuck at like you know the low level games, one two. You know why? I like to play higher than that. 
And I'm trying to you, I'm trying to move up a little bit, but I feel like sometimes I have days where like you know I go all out and I do good, and some days I just keep losing. And um, I'm wondering if it's my game or do you sometimes well, you have wins I'll, I'll and then? I'll give you my advice. Okay, when I was coming up, it's like play higher and you play higher, and you, if you're winning and winning, you play higher. There's going to be a threshold of where you're going to feel you'll feel it, where you feel like people play better than you, and I think that's when you either after drop down a notch and go to that comfort zone or work harder on your game to be able to play with those people that play a little bit better than you. And that's what I did coming up. And uh, I remember when I was just, even when it was, I was playing, like it was all limit holding back in the day, 10, 20, 20, 40. And when I first, first three weeks playing 40, 80, I remember they played better than me. And once I made the adjustment uh, from 40, 80 on up, uh, I was able to play really good. So that was my big adjustment right there. So, hey, Mike, uh, can you hear me? I do. I hear you, Flint Lane. Okay, I, I have a great answer for you, and I actually learned this from Ted Forrest. Mm-hmm. And a great way to build your bankroll is let's say you're paying $1, $2. You sit down and you buy in a rack. If you lose that rack, you quit. But if you go in and buy in, if you win five times in a row, move up one level and buy in a rack. If you lose that rack, you go back down to one, two, and when you win five times, Move up a level and buy in a rack. If you lose that, you got to drop back down and win five more times before you move up. It's coming from Lane Flack, the greatest money manager of all time. I told you I that's a, that was a lesson from Ted Forrest, not from Lane. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Lane Ted had great money management back in the day. He was yes. right. Well, you still can make move up. I'll never win five straight sessions at any level. Well, <laughs> it, teaches, it, it teaches you how to manage your money and also teaches you discipline, but it also tells you you're not ready then. Yeah, that's some good advice. That's great advice, actually. Yeah. I appreciate it, guys. You guys are awesome. Thank you. Thank you for your time. Right. You know, I won't take thanks too much call- time. Thank- thanks for calling the mouthpiece. Appreciate it. Later. Happy thanks. birthday, Mikey. You. How old are you? 52? 52, man. That was a good guess. Wow. 52, what, what, still what? Go- still going on 13, buddy. What are you, mad about 40? 48. Fucking, yeah, he's fucking old, too. Yeah. Not as old as that Norm Chad guy. He's fucking old. Yeah, but you, Norm you looks it. <laughs> Mikey, you, you wouldn't believe what Norm was saying on Twitter today. What did he say? <laughs> oh, don't get Mikey started. Norm was I don't saying, go on Twitter anymore. because no, Norm was saying that the media does not sensationalize things. Does not. Oh, fucking Norm. <laughs> I thought Norm doesn't do drugs. Norm, Norm, come on, man. Get Share the drugs, man. What are you taking? I Norm is a master of sensationalization things. There's, I was talking about a different media than he was talking about. Um, I don't want to. You were talking it. about the poker media. Oh, they sensationalize shit too. Never mind. Yeah, so we will not get into this. He was talking about the media uh, overplaying the uh, or not overplaying the coronavirus. They're not. They're overplaying it by about eight hundred miles. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. You're welcome. To hey, work. when me and Matt Glantz are on the same page, you know, <laughs> fucking something's not right. <laughs> we're like opposite hey, no, about no, no, no. everything. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So what are you guys talking about here? What's going uh, on? What we've just been talking, shooting the shit, talking about the World Series of Poker being postponed. So probably, I think probably October, November, I would presume. What do you I think? Don't think there's, I don't think there's going to be poker the rest of the year in anything. How about you that? I think right. the will open up without poker rooms. Quite yeah. possible. You might be right. They might. We might have like like two World Series next year. Think about I, it. I they're, mean, put, they're putting plexiglass in like, uh, you know, between all the players in the pit games. They're going to do that in poker too. Nobody's going to want to play poker. It's not like a, it's part of poker is being social. Right. Not only, plexiglass in between each player. 
No, I now agree that, with you. That's a good point. That they're talking even about sports. They're talking about playing with no crowd all the way, you know, to August. Well, they have to. You know, and you know what? The, and the thing is, is the 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 TV with, contract with, with the NFL with, is worth so much more money than the fans. The fans don't make up shit for the NFL, so it's really not a big loss oh, for them. Mikey, what's your bet with Matt with uh with what's his name? Uh, oh, he owes me a thousand. Never mind. What's the bet? Uh, he said the Vegas would be open by April 30th. That's my birthday today. Tell, oh, I'm going to text him and tell his ass to, to, to PayPal me or Venmo me. You want me to get him in here? I'll yeah, let's him get him in here. Let's get him in here. I'll get him hey, in here. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Now that you can hear me, I, I'm going through the mountains in Salt Lake. You, you, I, I, oh, okay. I get about every 10th word, so I, I'm just going to let you all go. How many girls do you have with you, Lee? Uh, I got two dogs. <laughs> I'm driving to South Dakota. My father's are they girls? Bad. <laughs> they are girls. <laughs> They are girls, so I'm driving to Salt Lake. I'll spend the night and get home tomorrow. So, uh, but uh, I'm right in the mountains, so I'll lose it's you. It's all good, Lane. Thanks for joining, man. And uh, and uh, I wish your hope your father is uh, recovers and he and he and he gets well soon. Okay. Yeah. No, there's no recovering. It's over. But oh, so you're we're in the same boat. Okay. Well, yep. well, I'm sorry to hear that, man. All right. Yep. We'll be there right, for guys. your dad, man. Yeah. Love all you all. Right. Happy birthday, Mikey. Thank See you, buddy. Man. Take See care. You know. See you, sir. Right. Later, bud. Yeah, so um, that sucks. Fuck, like Lane, Lane made a good point. He goes, "Okay, first your grandparents die, then your pa- ma- your parents die." He goes, "We're fucking next." <laughs> it's true, it is true, man. Not young. Fifty-two is not young, Mike. I feel I feel so young though, man. I mean, like mentally, I don't feel a day over like I did when I was like twelve. I'm sick, fuck though. <laughs> so uh, yeah, Dentil, I let, look at look. I saved his ass the five hundred. I said, because I didn't want to, like, you never know what the World Series are so greedy. I'm like, you know, it could, it, they could, like, have, could, oh, we got a phone call. Hold on a second. Well, to the mouthpiece, this is Mikey and Norm Chad and Mac Lance. Hello. Hello. Hey, Mike. Happy birthday. I didn't know it was your birthday today. Hey, thank you, man. I appreciate it, man. What's going on? Hey, I just wanted to mention to you, uh, I, I love watching you play uh, cash game poker on television. I was watching some old episodes of uh, when you guys, I think it was over in London. It was like the million-dollar cash game. Oh, the one where I got it, fucking you, lost the $200,000 pot to Eric Seidel with 10-8 to his aces, that hand? That, 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 I'm talking the later seasons when you did a little bit better. Okay. Well, I couldn't so believe I the, the one uh, season... Uh, Phil Hellmuth, he, he lost his shirt and he just stormed out of the building. Yeah, he does that very often. He, uh, he <laughs> usually when he, you know, I have to, we play in private games with him every night and he fucking goes crazy when he loses his thought, like, uh, when he loses and then we have to, then he calls me and cries for a half hour. You know, I'm playing for oh, my fucking man. life. He's playing for fucking peanut butter and I still have to hear him cry, but that's what he does. This is what Phil does. You got to love Phil tell, for who he I'll is. I'll tell you what. When I, was, when I was watching those old episodes from when you guys were flew over to London to play in those high-stake cash games, I'll tell you what. There's some... Uh, Dentali, fix your camera, dude, bro. <laughs> I, I missed the computer. <laughs> yeah. Those days were fun, man. They were fun. And uh, I, I made a lot of money in those days. I kind of missed those days, actually. Well, you know what? I, I just get aggravated. Like I, I know there's all these different things like poker going but i used to enjoy when we used to have it on national television on nbc late at night 
watching the poker after dark. I mean, I used to really enjoy that. Well, they still do. They do on C. I think it's C. CBS, CBS, CB. What is what is it, Norm? CBS Sports Network. Yes, CBS Sports Network. Like, okay, so you could watch them live on Poker Go, and then they they rerun them on CBS Sports Network. I think that's two. I think that's two uh, two twenty on the uh, on Directv. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, the so you whole can check world that out. Directv. Yeah. yeah it is oh, two, okay. Two I didn't know that. Yeah, CBS Sports Network has the Poker Go rerun. So if you watch it live and you pay ten dollars a month, you can watch all the live events on Poker Go, and then uh, they replay them usually about six months later on CBS uh, Sports uh, Network, which is two twenty on on Directv. So I'll tell you what, I really get aggravated with this whole coronavirus because the casinos being closed down. Really, I, I you know I go I, I I'm, I'm what you call a degenerate, and it's <laughs> I just miss going. Oh, you you're know? a degenerate, like. Join the rest of us. You think any of us are not degenerates? I mean, we're all fucking degenerates. I mean, it's just who's worse? Like this guy that just joined our chat, Mike Dentil, he's the, he's the biggest degenerate. Why am I looking at him in, in, like he's at General Hospital? After- I don't know. Do you have COVID or something? What are you doing in bed? I'm in, I'm, in, I've been, I'm in bed. I've been here for like five weeks. I haven't moved. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do you know your bank account's $1,000 shorter than it was? <laughs> Hey, man, I appreciate the call. Thanks for calling in and tell your friends to check out the mouthpiece, man. Absolutely. I got you. Uh, whenever you load a video, I get a notification on my phone. I'll enjoy it. You got it, buddy. Thanks a lot for calling. Peace. Thank you. So what's up, man? We've had all we've had all, all the poker players jump on in here. Lots of them. We've had about 10 or 15 of them. I lost track in the Zoom wishing me happy birthday. It's pretty nice, everybody. Your computer's uh, relentless. Get the loser talk on the Zoom. Yeah, the computer's well, great, man. Relentless. Will you explain why I thought Las Vegas would be open again by today? Uh, Will you I, let her explain? Why, why shouldn't it be? They got 2,300 cases and like 160 deaths. They should just keep the place closed. Okay. Hello? I mean, that's just my opinion. <laughs> I mean, even when Caller they were on the up, line, butthole. Anyway. Who's on the line, butthole? Caller on the line, butthole. Oh, we have a caller. Hold on a second. Welcome to the mouthpiece. Is Mike. Butthole, that's a good one. This is uh, Rob McVeigh or Rob McVegas, and I know all these guys. Rob McVegas, what's going on, man? How's it going? Not too much. How are you, Mr. Madison, Mr. Glantz? What's wow. up, buddy? We're doing good, man. We're just uh, Mr. Dentali. Yeah, hey, Dentali, he's in his bed. He hasn't moved in five weeks. Yeah, it looks like <laughs> like a Michael Phelps double. That's kind of like what about Norman? I don't know, that's... Oh, I think we lost Norman. Norman got cut off. Did we lose Norman? Oh, we lost Norman. All right. That's all good. You got any questions for me or glance? I do. I do. I don't understand, and uh, maybe Mike Dentelli can chime in as well. When you have these partitions that they're ordering by the gazillion loads for the casinos, what about all the fucking chips? The Chips. No cards, shit. The- what about everybody touching the chips? I was thinking the same thing. I, I agree. What do you think there, Dentella? Entirely. I mean, I, I, to tell you the truth, it's it's probably I can't see like this virus hanging around. They're definitely going to be dirty. And I know it, it, it retains on certain surfaces, but they've been they've been there for how long? You'd, you'd have to get infected people coughing and sneezing. I don't think we're going to you know, have a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, I just think it's uh, very strange. Yeah. To talk about the glove or the. You know what I mean? Like it's uh, there's a petri dish, and as you saw in the World Series, what was it a couple of years ago with the Legionnaires disease? Like it's just a a nightmare. It could be a nightmare. 
Yeah, I you know, I don't know. I mean, if you ask me, I think it's all fucking fake. So I don't think it's going to be shit of a nightmare. <laughs> so you're talking to the wrong guy. I mean, to me, yeah. I just look at the math and the numbers and the fact that the fake yeah. news media, ooh, we reached 3 million worldwide coronavirus cases today. Really? There's 8.1 billion people in the world, you fucktards. So you're talking about <laughs> yeah. a guy that thinks that it's all fucking bullshit. So maybe yeah. you might be rock talking to the wrong guy. Um, but that's just me. I don't think it's going to be that bad. Uh, they've, they've proven now that uh, in uh, uh, L.A., uh, they were in, they're on the antibodies that they say there's 8,000 cases, and they, they say now there's over a million, but there's, nobody shows any symptoms of it. So um, I don't. I, it, there's already proof that it's not, and it's like, like 10x less deadly than they say it was going to be. And the, the thing, the reason why they need to open the economy is, is – People under the age of 50, they say, have a 0.01% chance of dying. So most of the world that it's working are under 50. So they need to open the economy back up. That that I know for a fact. Right. You just got to go by the numbers. Well, That's all. In poker, with those numbers, the Orleans would be fucked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the Orleans would be fucked. <laughs> It's kind of funny. Yeah. Um, That's just my opinion. I, so I, think, just, I think that it's all, it's listen, as a, as a poker that player. That I'm worried about in the... Yeah, you know, being as a poker quarters and being so uh, intimate when poker's an intimate game, right? And I always yeah, yeah, you yeah. put up all the partitions you want, like, but at the end of the day, yeah. I mean, listen, they. I think it's more of a scare tactic. I think um, it's a it's a disease. It's a, the virus is real. You know, a lot of people died. Whatever, I feel bad for them. You know, but on a numbers basis, if you go by the numbers, I mean, I I think the economy should have been open. You know, you know ago. what it is, Mike, to be honest with you, it's they went by the original models, which yeah. was supposed to be a lot worse. Right. Um, they still have the credibility on saying stay closed because we still have a lot of unknowns. Right. And reality is it, it's becoming more political is what I think. Of course. I it mean, is. if it wasn't political, if it wasn't as political, I think they would have. We would have we would have started you know opening up maybe a couple of weeks ago. Absolutely, it's, I agree. It's, like they, it's, it's, it's in between, you know. When this first happened, hundred percent, they were really scared, and yeah. you know they thought it was going to be a lot worse than it is. Now they're just like fucking hopping on it. Now I, I just remember all I remember is we need to flatten the curve so the hospitals don't get overrun, and all the Americans, which I give all Americans so much credit for this, they all bought in, they all fucking stayed home. The curve's been flattened, and now now they want to go. Oh, but we have to get rid of every case in the country. Because, no, because there's really no there's no wrong argument. You could argue both sides, right? And not and not really look bad either way. Yeah. But I mean, you're going to have the economic if they don't open the country here, like in the next two weeks, the the, the it'll take 20 years to recover. And well, that, so, and that's people, the, that's yeah. the main problem. You got people that are depressed. People oh, are missing. I'm on antidepressants and I'm used to staying home. What does that tell you? Right. Exactly. And people not being able to pay their bills. I mean, it, I, I, I to tell you the truth, I mean, it's it, if they don't open up, if New York doesn't open up in the next two weeks. It's going to be really, really fucking bad. Bad. The, really, the, the collateral bad. damage. And crime's up 400%, yeah. I heard, in New York and Washington and California, which they don't talk about on the news because they don't want people to know what's going on. But whatever. All right, I man, I appreciate the call. Matt. And uh, thanks for listening to the mouthpiece, man. Yeah, I got a quick, quick question for Matt. How many offers okay. did he get on that uh, to, you know, to take on the COVID virus? How oh, many yeah. Offers did he get That's a good that? question. Oh, for the 250K? 
Yeah. Yeah. Tell him the story about that. Yeah. Oh, so uh, one guy, uh, I don't remember his name, but he's Empire Maker or something like that on Twitter. He said he's going to do it 100%, oh, yeah. definitely going to do it. Uh, I said, okay, that's great. I mean, because I, I just, at the time, this was before it all started, but I just felt like every, it's a virus. Everyone's going to get it. It's so contagious. And I don't think it's as serious as everyone thinks. And now that we see, you know, left, Basically, what Mike was saying, like under it's under one percent, you can die if you get it if you're certain, under a certain age, and and you might get sick. But for two hundred fifty thousand dollars, I don't mind getting sick for a we, week. We plus poker players play the odds, man. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So one guy says he's going to do and it. One, uh, he wanted me to do it within two weeks. I said I need three weeks to get tested because testing was tough at the time. He finally agreed. I said, okay, as soon as you uh, ask for the money. Uh, I'll start. And he, he just yeah. didn't ask for the money. Just look at, are we looking at it this way? How many poker players wouldn't sit there and, and say, okay, you're 99% uh, to, for 250,000. I'm like, sign me up. And that's what Matt kind of, <laughs> kind of did. And uh, I couldn't because I have underlying conditions, you know, but I'll, you know, I took about with Matt who's healthy and shit. Yeah, but you still take, you'd still take the risk. <laughs> I would probably still take the risk for fucking 250. Maury is with us from outer right. space. Hey, man, thanks for the call, man. I appreciate it. Mar, are you in space? We'll see you guys later. See you, Mike. See you, Matt. You got it, buddy. Take care. Well, hey, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to take my distance. You know, you say this This is a very safe distance right now. Yeah, look, you, you look. Uh, are you up in Oregon with your distance, or are you in oh, Vegas? No, I'm not. I'm in Vegas. How are you not up in Oregon on the lake, man? Actually, uh, I, I couldn't make up my mind what to do. I just go kept back and forth which one is the right move. But we, we're still doing a lot of a lot of uh, business that needs to take be taken care of. Not exactly, you know, leaving the house for it, but right. soon I'm going to have to start. So, uh, do you think the World Series will happen this year? Uh, I would say it's a huge favorite for it to happen. Okay, later. I, I, we were just talking about it. Matt Glantz thinks differently. Huge favorite. Uh, I mean, I don't think so. not, 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 in, not in the level. Maybe not in the level that you're used to it. Not not having a colossal with sixteen thousand players, but. Yeah, I'm for more shape. What do you mean by huge favorite? What are you thinking? Are you thinking like the 10K like championship events? Let me tell you, I'm not going to take a bet. I'm not, I'm not going to lay like uh, like five to one and have you jump. Okay, okay. Yeah, I was thinking five to one would be a good number. I take I would take five to one. I would say that it's better than eighty percent to happen this year. Late, late this year. That's what like, I it's like. November, scale. right? It's on the scale. Yeah, in October, November, December. Yeah, that's what I felt. But uh, you know, I mean, something else can happen. We, we can get another. Spike, I think I think the virus will be gone by the end of the summer. So <laughs> that that is not out of bet against. Don't don't. I, I mean, like yeah, the SARS didn't virus didn't disappeared. Did they eradicate SARS in like six months or eight? Yeah, months or it was something? gone. It just disappeared as soon as summer hit. I don't even want to think that way because you know that's 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 a kind of dangerous thinking. I hope I hope you're right. Obviously, but if you ever, if you were ever in my mind or Mike Dentali's mind. And we ever fucking just said what we really fucking think, it would really that's a fucked up place to be. You gotta you gotta these watch guys, if, if these guys, guys are convinced that it was man-made the virus. Man-made oh, in a I, lab I, I think, in Wuhan. I mean, I think any any you got you can't rule anything out, Matt. Come on. Anything's possible. I, I, this, I'm not this, sure if it was man-made, but it definitely came from that lab, and they definitely made sure to close all flights to fucking Every place no, in China, think, but they didn't close any flights to the USA. Not man-made, Matthew. What I'm trying to, I'm not saying mean, fucking man-made. Like somebody designed it. Was, it, mean, it was, it was started. You know, hey, that's my I thought. I, I'm going to go on air and say it. I believe that. Now, I'll, I'm a, but that's just my sickness. Leave me alone. 
So I believe it wasn't Batmade. I, it wasn't Batmade. It was Manmade. I think it was it was Batmade. Okay, with the two thousand bats they had in the virus center, and I think they fucking mutated it the way they wanted to, and then they just fucking said, <laughs> "Here you go, world. China w- wants to w- fucking just control the world, and what better way is to take out every economy in the world while yours is up and going?" That's it's all. part of a it's part of a, a family of viruses, right? There's like five different coronaviruses. It's one hundred fifty different ones. It's like one hundred fifty yeah. different ones. No, but the the one that this is linked closest to is like five different ones. Yeah, I believe. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but do I think it was leaked? I think there's a good possibility it was leaked yeah. on purpose. I think so too. Yeah, but I mean, it could have been an accident. Could have been leaked on accident. I mean, I, I joke around. I don't believe it was like engineered, but I do believe it was. It was. It was either leaked on accident or on purpose. And either way, it could have been. But you know, that's. Uh, Let you know, me ask I, you this. We owe three trillion or three point some trillion to China. Do you think they're going to get stiffed? <laughs> I think so. Okay. What do you think? <laughs> I think so too. <laughs> if Trump gets reelected, they're definitely getting stiffed. Have, we, have, we definitely have the right person. To, <laughs> yeah. If Biden gets elected, he'll be like, "Yeah, what day is it? It's uh, 2016, and me and Barack are we running for president again?" <laughs> That's going to be the fucking best weekend of Bernie's. Fucking Biden. The, the debates. He's trying to get out of debate saying it's not healthy to see the debate. Yeah, I don't blame him. Can you imagine what Trump's <laughs> going to do to him in a debate? Yeah, he's a train wreck. All right, guys, I'm checking out. I'm going All back right, to Matt. Thanks for coming Happy on. Happy birthday, birthday, buddy. All right, Good my man. See you guys. Talk Taylor, to you later, Matt. Yep. Taylor, you owe me fucking a thousand bucks. Well, what's going on, more You really think the World Series will happen this year, huh? I think so. I mean, I do too. Uh, I think it's, uh, you know, obviously casinos know how to reinvent themselves and reinvent the games. They can't just shut down and say, you're done. But yeah. obviously what is different is, is the number of people and how, how many gathered. I don't think that would happen. I don't think right. 200,000 people uh, go through it, but in some scale, maybe it'll, it'll look like uh, the world. Like, be the Benny, like Benny, used to. Yeah. I'm Benny, thinking maybe those, like those 10,000 buy-ins where we get like a hundred, 200 people, that's going to be the whole world series, huh? Yeah, I mean, there'll be... Uh, you well, know. that's going to be all the best players in the world, at least. We won't have... I mean, people want... Winning braces there is going to be tough. Yes. <laughs> that's all right. I'm up for it. Well, I mean, it, it won't be as tough as, you know, having 4,000 people play, but still, I mean, Phil Helmuth uh, will be playing every single one of them, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah I mean, I'll be playing them all, you know. I, you know as long Mike, as I'm have alive. you gone outside yet? I did last night to take my cat to the bed. <laughs> Other than that, I haven't been outside. What's your lockdown in Vegas? When is it supposed to be lifted? Uh, who knows? I mean, there's like, we have a governor that doesn't want to open up Las Vegas. We have like 3,000 cases and 160 deaths, but that's, uh, that's Did like, they give uh, a date. No, I don't know, man. We, I mean, if you're, if you live in a Democrat run governor, they, they want to keep it closed as long as they can. Uh, it's just, you know, what's going on it is what it is. I don't, I mean, oh, I've been trying to, trying to service my, my, as many restaurants as I can. I order from Grubhub every night, every day to bring me lunch and dinner because, you know, these guys, these places have to stay in business, man. And I, I really, I, it's really cool. They have, uh, you know, they have the uh, contact list deliveries. Um, and so it's really safe. And, uh, you know, I, I think these, these restaurants, these people, man, these are the people we have to support, you know. No, I agree. But over here in New York, I mean, uh, we're supposed to be still locked down. Parkways are packed. People are out everywhere. So I don't know. Uh, How about your fucking motherfucking anti-Semitic mayor yesterday? Yeah, he's in the fucking lock up fucking Jews yeah. that are fucking gathering <laughs> for a for a funeral. 
This he's guy a, here, he's something, man. He's unbelievable. He he's could be the worst fuck. mayor to ever fucking run a fucking any city in history. I don't understand how the guy got elected. Everyone hates his guts. Everyone hates the, the police want to shoot him. They came hate out him. and said, this is war. <laughs> we are going to take you down. They literally said that. Am I right? Bro, I follow the SBA. They rip him a new asshole every day. <laughs> I know they do. <laughs> they fucking hate him. And they should. I'm not, I'm not following the news that much. What, what, what exactly are you guys talking about? What, what happened was is Comrade uh, de Blasio to be, to be, from New York. To be, to be fair a little bit, because I, I live over here in Brooklyn and Manhattan, and there's a big Hasidic Jewish community. And the problem was at one point, they weren't really um, quarantining and social distancing. They were out, you know, going to funerals, school, shopping. And the governor kind of warned them and kind of, you know, kind of didn't threaten them, but wanted them to kind of follow social distancing. And um, and I think they were because it got a lot better. I mean, I'm out every once in a while. I have to do some errands. But then he came out of nowhere with like kind of a threat to just, to just target the them. Uh, de Blasio in, in Brooklyn and, and New York to kind of target them. And uh, came off really bad the way he said it. It's just so bad really because bad. when you when you talk when you single out a certain group, okay, everybody else who's hunkered down and and, and in quarantine, they are going to go after ascetic Jews. Okay, that's how bad that tweet was. It was yeah, probably it was. the most vile tweet any politician has ever put out, and Trump puts out a lot of vile tweets. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. But that that was just unbelievable. I mean. I can't even believe that I, what I witnessed. I mean, who, I was just. Who was asking what, what was happening in Vegas? What is Vegas like? Who was. Uh, was uh, I, I was. Mike was. Mike didn't tell. Yeah, I was just curious because New York, there's a lot of, even though we're, we're still locked down for another two weeks, there's still a lot of people on the streets. I took, yeah. this, I took this picture. I don't know if you can see it. Yeah, I see it. That's. Uh, is that somebody on a horse on, on Las Vegas Boulevard? Four ladies on horses in Las Vegas Boulevard. I don't know if you can see it. That's awesome, man. Oh, wow. Right across from Aria. I came out of the studio and I see them just riding casually in Las Vegas Boulevard. No problem. Wow. <laughs> I had to take that photo. That's, That's a great photo, man. That's right. a photo. That you you, you got to send me a tweet it out. I'll fucking retweet it to everybody. That's awesome. I'm not on Twitter, but, but I'll send it to you. Yeah, yeah it, send it to me. I'll put it out on Twitter. That's awesome. Yeah, Hello, cool. boys. Hi, Danielle. Happy birthday, da Mikey. Thank you, Danielle. I appreciate you coming on in. Uh, we're here with, uh, well, we've had everybody come on through. I don't know. Do you know Maury Escondati? Uh, yes, I no. do. I have the privilege. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> What's up, Danielle? What, what, what are you doing, man? Well, <laughs> I'm just bumming around. You look like, you, it's your, your head looks like it's wrapped in like gauze. No, I have a hat. I have a fucking <laughs> Danielle, he looks like it me looks every like, day when we're playing in, a, in our game, man. It looks in like bed. you're in a hospital no, bed. I have, a, <laughs> I have a, also this thing to help me breathe. I sleep with it. it helps me breathe out. Okay, all right. I was, yeah. You look like you were in rough shape there for a second. I was like, God damn. Nah. Then Tolly's calling in from his deathbed. That's serious. I know. That's what I first thought. I'm like, man, what has he got, COVID in New York or what? You know, so... Um, yeah, well, we've cool. been talking about... Maury thinks the World Series 80% going to happen by the end of the year. Yeah. Which is good. Um, like a full, what is it? Like, what's the definition of like World Series? Like a main I'm event? Wearing, I'm wearing my shirt, WSOP shirt. There you yeah. go. <laughs> he, there won't be the big Colossus events and the big events, but it's going to kind of be like the World Series used to be back in the day. Uh, probably a couple hundred people, maybe three, four hundred tops. And it'll be, uh, there won't be any big like events. Everybody's you know, talking about the WSOP. What about all the other venues? Do you think they're going to do like the Venetian? You think that's going to get off or any of them? 
I don't so, know. So, wow. I, I'm not really familiar with uh, too many venues, but I mean, WSOP, I know it's, uh, it'll be a shame for it not to happen. So yeah, they, sure. they will come in some way or shape. I mean, there may be less bracelets or, or we might have some good news. You know, who knows? In a couple of months or three months. Yeah, there could be a vaccine by October too. You know, that's right. What about all the people that come from out of the country? Are they going to be able to come in if it gets off? And is the uh, isn't the doesn't he have some kind of travel ban still going on? That's what I'm saying. I mean, I, I seriously doubt it will be what we are used to in the last few years. So yeah. this year, it'll, it'll go down in number of entrants. It'll just not be what it used to, but everybody will understand why. Right, of yeah. course, of course. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, well, I was reading, like, uh, I saw something today that they were going to start, um, with, like, really soon, like within the next few weeks, lifting the travel ban uh, from Europe. And they're going to let people, international flights happen, but they are going to be testing them for uh, corona. They, 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 You know those... Uh, the, 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 the testing that Trump was talking about, the, uh, the Abbott, that, that gives you the results in five minutes. Everybody just gets on the plane is going to be tested and their temperature is going to be tested. That goes to and uh, that comes into the United States. And they expect yeah. that to be up and going within a couple of weeks. That would be great. That would help out. It yeah, seems kind of ambitious to be thinking that we're going to test everybody coming from other countries and... Like, I mean, I don't know, maybe I hope that sounds nice in a, you well, know, ideal world. Abbott but... machine gives you a resu- results in five minutes, yeah. uh, a, a positive result. Or, I'm sorry. And ne- what is it? Ne- a negative result in five minutes? Or, no, po- uh, a positive result in the five minutes. So if it, if, it, if it doesn't come up in five minutes as positive, then you're negative. So, I mean, you're talking about the boarding process being uh, five minutes per person. I mean, you try to have to be there probably four hours in advance for a, for a, for a, what to call flight. Um, what, is, what is everybody, you, you guys have your ear to the ground over there in Vegas. What's everybody doing that's living paycheck to paycheck? Like oh all the, de- you know, all the dealers and the massage people and they're everything. They're dying. They're, they're just. What, how, how are they paying their rent? That's a good question, man. We I think about them every day. I think, I think there's been uh, some mandate that you can defer your rent and no landlord can can make you pay. Yeah, your- they put a yeah. ninety day. You, nobody can be evicted in in ninety days. And they're also uh, oh, that's cool. Unemployment. You're able to collect close to a thousand a week, something like that. So um, uh, the that's tough part will probably, probably be getting people off unemployment once this is over. But it's a a sixteen week mandate. Uh, people can collect unemployment for sixteen weeks. Oh, that should There's be, still a lot of people who are like the food banks and stuff that I know. Uh, somebody said like it was like a four hour line to. Yeah, I heard 550,000 like pounds food. of food or something yeah. like that. Wow. So, um, yeah. Well, Mike, how old are you? I'm 52, man. That's Happy it. birthday. Yeah, yeah. You're, five, two. you're a kid. 52. 52. Hey, hey, Maury, I'm still going on 12, buddy. Don't, don't, don't <laughs> <kid yourself. laughs> Nothing changes for me, man. Well, um, happy birthday. I'm going to jump Thank off. you for coming on, Maury. I appreciate it. And, take it easy, Maury. Uh, Bye, Maury. Good friend. to see you. See you all in the World Series. See ya. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. So, Danielle Anderson on the yeah. mouthpiece for the first time. What's going yes. on? Not much. I've only got like 10 minutes because we're going to eat dinner here pretty soon, but I thought I'd hop cool. on and say hi. I appreciate it. Yeah, we're not. Yeah, uh, we've been on for uh, almost two hours. So, Damn. Uh, you guys are serious. A, it's been a good podcast. You know, we wanted to get... Uh, you know, we got the birthday balloons. The girlfriend sent I me. I see that. That's cool. We got um, 
We got uh we've had uh wow, we've had uh the who's who of poker pretty much come into this room tonight. You're a popular man, Mike. Wish me a happy birthday, which was really nice of everybody. And um, you know, I've been trying to get a podcast up for a while and you know, you know, with uh with my father passing away, it was really hard for me. Uh to just yeah, sorry about get, that, get the yeah. courage get the courage up to get this thing. You know, once I, I start talking <laughs> and I, I start taking phone calls and and hearing from everybody, it gets me in a good mood and uh, kind of like what our little our little I know, game does. Uh, you know what else gets you in a good mood is puppies. Look at look at yeah, oh, say hi. so cute. Say happy birthday, happy birthday, hi. Mikey. What's your name? <laughs> this is Hallie. Hallie the hey, boxer. Hallie girl. Boxer. Hey Danielle, you know what best. I you know what I bought a couple of days ago? What's that? I bought three baby ducklings for my kids. Oh, <laughs> you're gonna have ducks. <laughs> I got ducks? little ducks in there. That's the funny. House. My it's friend just built ever. a chick, chicken coop. She's got like a full-on chicken coop going. Yeah, <laughs> to I keep us busy in quarantine. I love, I love animals. You know, I was like, you know, my heart. Like even when I went, like luckily, thank God, my cat was okay yesterday. But like, you watch, like I got there right when they opened the, the emergency room, and because my 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 vet was packed for like a week, so I wanted to make sure he was all right. But like, there's like 20 people, like 20 or 25 cars in the parking lot, pulling in all these dogs and cats. And I'm thinking, oh my God, I'm like. You know, I, I just, you know, I, I judge people. If you're, if you care about animals, you care about people. Is that, that's not a fair statement. There's very few people that, that care about animals that don't care about people. Yeah, that's true. I, I've always had like, I think it's like my husband didn't grow up with dogs. It's so, like when he met me, you know, he kind of like didn't really get it. And I was like, no, this is like non-negotiable. We are going to have a dog. <laughs> and, yeah. and now, but now he's like a huge dog person. But I think like dogs are really important to teach like kids, like empathy and understanding and compassion, yeah. you know, like. Not necessarily just dogs, but yeah, same for animals, you know, teach kindness and, you know, I remember my dad, my dad first bought me my first dog when I was about six and this, I loved that dog so much and he ran away. (laughs) (laughs) It was a Dalmatian. Those Dalmatians are crazy. Dude, Dalmatian, I actually, if I'm scared of any type of dog, it's a Dalmatian because I saw a Dalmatian bite a kid when I was a kid. Dalmatians are not traumatizing. They are. Yeah, like like really bite a kid like bad. Wow. Like, I've never seen so much blood. It was scary. My friend Eric, his ex-wife, they used to have a Dalmatian. Whenever I came over, I'm like, it's going to bite me. Yeah, it's they're stinks. not very nice, I don't think. They're not. I, and then I, it, you know what's a sweet dog? I had a Collie, which is like one of the sweetest dogs. You yeah. ever see? You ever, you ever been around a Collie? They're just, yeah, they got it. yeah they're, they're, they're really so good. Sweet. Yeah, I had one growing up. Yeah. And that, Golden they're Retrievers, they're really German Shepherds are all good. Man. I like all dogs. The only ones I don't like are the really little yippy ones. That oh, you know the chow, up. the chows are the worst. Yeah, Those are the ones that I don't like. Shut up. They got like that high pitch bark. I don't like that. I'm yeah, bad. I like big Those dogs. dogs are- <laughs> bigger, bigger the better. Yeah, for me. You guys playing any home games over there or what? We are. Yeah, I'm playing Mikey a little bit. We've been uh, playing on some apps, and then we Zoom, and it's way more fun with Zoom. Yeah, I I, I kind of like don't like the fact that we've been getting off Zoom a little bit, you know. Uh, yeah. You know what? It, you know what I was thinking too is because we're all a tight knit group, and when we're on Zoom every day, we kind of like kind of get at each other sometimes. Yeah, that is true. And, yeah. And and it's just like anybody else when you're around the same people every day, you know, you start to. Yeah, uh, you and Can too. You need like your separation for a little bit so you don't kill each other. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> same yeah. with Phil and you know Phil. Phil and me and yeah, Phil and everybody. Yeah, and, you are right. And yeah, uh, yeah I think it's. But and, it's and, it's good. You yeah. Know? It's nice every once in a while, but uh, like when the game is won every day, it does kind of the same thing. You need a little space. Yeah. You don't need space right now. <laughs> and so um, you've been uh, you've been like playing a little bit of one, two or all, or all small games also, right? 
Yeah, it's been kind of fun. I've been doing this like Zoom hosting thing where um, it's like one of the clubs, you know, and then uh, I've just been playing like $1, $2 for like two hours every Tuesday, Thursday and Saturday from like five to seven uh, Pacific time. Yeah, and it's cool because like people are really excited about it. Like they don't, they're like literally stuck in their house and like they don't have a single person. So it's like it's we've kind of gotten to know each other. It's like just get a chance to socialize and see faces and talk to people. It feels you know more like live poker. It's fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You know, it, and and it's funny. You know, listen to Rob Young. He's talking about you know software where you where which I've been saying for fifteen years where you actually have the person's face and their real name. And it, I just think that's where poker online poker has to go. Because I mean, yeah. you want it to be like real poker. And like, like even like when I have a tough decision, I know a lot of times we're looking down at our phone, right? Mm-hmm. But I still look up to the Zoom to see if uh, what you look like when you fuck, when you got, when I get raised, you know? I'll but, keep that in mind, Mikey. <laughs> we all, I mean, we, we have to. I mean, but uh, I, um, I, I found a way to blow my brains out yesterday. And, uh, and uh, I don't know. I didn't play my best. I probably gave away 9,500. Can't That's win every fine. day, bud. You've been doing I, well. I know. I can't complain. So, um, but yeah, it's it's, it's a weird time, man. Because people, it's like you know, I my husband, and I, my son's old enough now that like we can hang out and you know actually buddies or whatever. But like I said, some of these guys that join our chat room, they're literally like have nobody to Zoom talk to. Like it just you know. Yeah, I'll jump. I'll yeah. come. I'll come in a couple of days and, and and play a little bit with you and uh, yeah, and, sure. and, it's fun. And, and definitely show up. It's good and therapeutic. We usually have a couple cocktails. You know, happy hour. Happy yeah. yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna join okay. with you guys one time too. I know I was supposed to come up play with you guys one day. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Please Absolutely. do. It's fun. So, all right, man. all right, Mikey, I'm gonna hop off because uh, I, I got dinner here. Danielle, thanks for coming on. Danielle, take care, honey. Mike, hey, it's good to see you, bud. I love right, you. you. I'll too. probably see you I'm, on I'm later. I'm glad you're not in the hospital. I thought for a second you were like, <laughs> I thought he was too. I, I thought you got like hit over the head of the baseball bat or something. I was like, God no, damn, no. you're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> All thanks right. For coming sounds on. good. Take yeah. Care, happy Danielle. birthday, bud. We'll probably see you later. You see you later. All right. Bye. All right. Bye bye. All right, buddy. You owe me a thousand fucking dollars. Well, do I? What was that bet? I lost. You said the fucking casinos will be over by April 30th. I know you're gonna give I me. I fucking would have beat you out of the other five hundred too, but I was like so worried about the greedy World Series of Poker that I'm like, man, I, I mean these motherfuckers, I might lose ten thousand, you know, but I would have beat you out of five hundred there. But look, you saved five hundred. Yeah, but what about the, the first bet, man, that I let you off? I would have crushed you on. Which one? The first bet you wanted to buy out of. I said, nah. Don't. No, you would have lost. That was the you. First- that was yeah. That was me laying uh, five hundred to ten thousand, twenty to one that the World Series would go off by June seventeenth. Really? I got to look, man. Wow, thank God. Yeah, thank God I, I was I, nice. I was being nice to yeah, you. you, I let you yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would have beat you out of another 500. You know, but <laughs> no I, was doubt, too, no I was too scared uh, because I'm thinking, well, I can't really, I don't really can't afford to lose 10 grand. I'm like, in the World Series, they're greedy motherfuckers. They might put people <laughs> on their deathbed in there, you know. But uh, anyways, I got, a, we got another call. Hold on. Right before we go. Hold on. Welcome to the mouthpiece. This is Mike. Mike, good evening. My name is James Long. I'm from Miami, Florida. How are you doing today? Good, man. How are you? Thanks for calling. I'm good. I just w- went to your Twitter account. And I saw that. Uh, is today your birthday? Today is my birthday. Happy birthday, sir. God bless. Thank you, you so much. Family. I appreciate. It. I'm just calling. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm like I'm 35 today. <laughs> you, you turned 35. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> well, you don't look a day over 33, Mike. Don't worry about it. Okay. I don't feel a day over 12. It's all good, man. <laughs> I just wanted to double check. Um, it said in the Twitter that Mr. Helmuth was with you too. Ah, you missed out, man. We had Helmuth. We had Lane back to back flack. We had Daniel Anderson. We had Matt Glantz. We had Matt Savage. We had Norm Chad. 
I, I think I'm missing somebody. It's okay. I mean, I, I just called to take a chance. You know, I figured I called you once before, months ago, and you called me right back when it didn't go through. So I appreciate right. it. I've left, left you some messages before on more than one occasion, so I'm glad you're doing well. Uh, you and Thank your you family. so much, man. Uh, um, I, I play poker on occasion. I'm not anywhere to you guys' level, but, I mean, I'm trying to get better. And uh, uh, I go back to watching you and Phil go head-to-head uh, back in 2013, uh, um, yeah, that was beautiful uh, day. Beautiful I, day. Don't get me, don't get me wrong. I mean, I love watching you play. I me, mean, but Phil's the one that got me into playing poker. I'm not gonna. I can't take. I gotta give credit where credit. Cool. No, but if, uh, happy birthday! I appreciate your answer. My phone call. If you ever you come it, to Miami, if you ever come to Miami, Florida, uh, my name is James Long, and I live in Coral Gables with my wife for 30 years, and. uh I'm calling awesome. you from my cell phone, and if you're ever in the area, I mean, I'd love to be that talk, talk shop one day. You got it, man. Anytime. And thanks for calling God in bless. on the mouthpiece. I appreciate Thank it. You have a great day. You too. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Then, Tolly, thanks Mikey, for coming on. You I got it, my man. And I'll talk and you to you stay during safe, the week, man. And we'll keep in touch. All 100%, right. Man. I'll Later. talk to you. Later, brother. Should we answer that call, computer? Uh, going into the uh, podcast. Yeah, what's going on, man? We we just closed, but you know what? I'm going to take one more call just for you. What's going on? Not a whole lot. My name is Don from Colorado. Um, just hearing you guys talking, you know, about people being wow. quarantined and getting back into poker and kind of picking back up where they left off years ago. Yeah. Um, Mike Sexton is on. I see him. What, what do you think about... The casinos having six max cash games, and I can just imagine these poker rooms getting ramped back up with more action instead of these no limit games. Everybody just kind of yeah. I mean, it just depends. It depends where this virus is in October after the summer. Um, I think that's pretty much going to tell it all. I mean, if if another wave comes back, there's going to be no live poker games. If it, I mean. Uh, we had Maury Escondati right. on here, and he's he thinks that 80% we have a World Series this year. I think that's pretty high, but uh, I hope he's right. Um, but I don't uh, – let, let, let's just see where it goes. You know, uh, it looks like the, the, the mortality rate of the virus is way lower than they thought. And with the fact that being uh, 0.001%, uh, if you're under the age of 50 of dying from the virus, that's going to allow a lot of things to open back up. So uh, we're going to have to see where the, da- the data takes us and then see if there's going right. to be, you know, that, that's really what it comes to. It's just a waiting game. Let's see where we are uh, August, September, you know. And, and you really think nothing, these games nobody might be really back knows. to full ring? I mean, would you expect the World Series to be full ring? I, I think so. I mean, I just don't. It just depends where we are. I mean, if it ends up like the SARS virus that just disappeared, which is possible, you know, we don't know. There's so much of these models that have been way off so far. So we really don't know. Like, it's a guessing game every day. So uh, right. it's really a, a, t- a tough situation, you know. So, uh, you know, we, we're yeah, just going to have to go by that. I, I was just sitting but here I, thinking, I'm like, man, I can just imagine these poker rooms for cash games, you know, six max where, you know, Ace rags, raisin. Yeah, and but you know what? You know, Six you max is not six feet away. A little dynamic change there. 
you see what I'm saying? Six max is not six feet. It's not six feet of social distancing. So it's either going to be the virus is either going to have to be way clear. To, I don't see that. I just see it's either going to clear up and we'll all be able to start playing again or or we have to wait till a vaccine, which I don't believe is going to. I don't think we're going to have to wait that long. But you never know. Right. You know, we don't know. Nobody knows. It's a we're in a no, no, no situation. So, you know. Yeah, you're right. It's new information every day and new uh, concepts and medication and all the rest of it so yeah it's going to be a, a yeah i mean we know, don't we don't know they could i mean we don't they could have a vaccine out they, there's a lot of people talking about a vaccine by october you know that'd be like a miracle mm-hmm. you know and then there's this other there's all kinds of drugs we don't know you know they could have a miracle drug that that gets rid of it tomorrow that comes out tomorrow tomorrow you know so right you know, we just don't know we just don't know it's uh we're, we're in some place that's that 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 nobody has ever seen in their lifetime and none of us will ever see again. So, uh, you know, right. it is what it is. So you're all in on the world series though. I mean, you're going to participate if they, Oh yeah. If, if, they there's, a, if there's a world series, I'm participating. Don't worry. I'm not, I, yeah. I go out. I don't worry about no fucking virus. There's 3000 cases or something in the, in Nevada and the fucking right. governor's got the whole state shut down and doesn't want to open it back up. Cause she's wor- worried like the odds of one out of like 50,000 people getting dying. And uh, we have to fucking close the whole place up. But yeah, it's, it's it getting a little is. silly at this point. I mean, it's still it's a, beyond silly. It's be a real point. serious thing, but you know, it was fucking flatten the curve so the hospitals don't get overrun. It wasn't fucking That's put right. the whole world into poverty. You know, <laughs> right. Don't get me started. I get too upset. I couldn't agree more. All well, right, man. man thanks I, for calling. I, I appreciate appreciate it. what you do. Uh, I've been playing since 2003 and followed you ever since. So. Um, Happy birthday, and the uh, podcast is fantastic, man. Thank you so much, Hope man. Hope to see you in Vegas you. this year. You got it, buddy. Thank you for calling. Have a good Bye-bye. night. Bye. Mikey! Mikey hey. Sexton. What do you say, What's Mike? Up? What's up, buddy? Birthday to you, man. Thank you, man. Good I appreciate it. 80s, 90s. I don't know how far back we go, but it's a long way. But yeah. I remember what it 24 years, man. In the 90s. Yeah. I, I don't feel any older. I don't act any older. My body feels older, maybe, but I just deal yeah. with that, you know. And uh, you know, how are you hanging up during this uh, lockdown here? You look like you well, lost some weight. Um, uh, I don't know, maybe a little bit, but not too much. I'm not working out. I'm just might just be the camera. <laughs> just hunk, just hunker down like everybody else, you know. Just trying to ride out. You playing and, any uh, poker online or what? Yeah, we have a big online series starting on Sunday, the World Poker Tour. Yeah, this I heard. Is first ever online championship, but sadly, uh, players in the U.S. don't get. To play, yeah, I know because so. I I was talking to Sean McCormick because they, they were tra- they they said they were moving the Aria thing, and he misquoted like to the to to party. I'm like, but we can't play, can we? And he goes, Yeah, I put out the wrong tweet because I was like under the impression like the way he put it out like the Aria thing was being moved to the party poker, and I'm like, but how can we play? And he's like, Yeah, I have to re- put a retweet a different tweet out. So yeah. You know, yeah. it is what it is, you know, but, uh, yeah, the online, the, yeah, I mean, the underground private online games have been really, really good, you know? So, uh, everybody has a private game on an app somewhere and, uh, uh, the online kind of world has kind of been, it's kind of explosive, you know, it's not like, but the, I'm yeah. playing in games where they don't take rake. We play on a uh, poker, uh, an app called poker RRR2. And it keeps track of everyone's wins and losses every day. And we have like 17 of us in a club 
and there's like nine seats. So we all change up and, and, uh, you know, uh, Mr. Helmuth, he's put together some one special fucking game. That's all I got to say. <laughs> and you know him, he knows all the people we want to play with. He does know the right people to play with. That's for sure. They got money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He got me in a five, $10, no limit game. That is, uh, is uh, very, very good for me. Let's just put it that way. It's uh, right, well, good for you and hope it keeps going. And uh, I'm like you. I'm very concerned about live poker in the, in the future here. It's yeah. Just gonna be- I, like I said, it, it all comes down. Like there's so many new things coming out and they're, they're trying, they're, they're really, really, they're trying to fast track this vaccine to October, you know? And um, listen, if anybody could do it, it's, uh, it's the fucking lunatic in the White House. I mean, he he he's a problem solver. He's an idiot, but he's a problem solver, you know. <laughs> but you know, you, sometimes you got to have an idiot in charge instead of a fucking nice guy that gets nothing done. But whatever, it is what it is, you know. Yeah. Well, we'll just hang on to the best we can, and uh, I'm sure we'll be back at the table sometime. That's for yeah. sure. How's Crazy Richie doing? You talked to him lately? He's holed up seven weeks straight. Hasn't come out of the house once. He's got to be going crazy. And, uh, he's all he's all concerned about the COVID nineteen and why doesn't he know that? Look at the math. All you have to do is look at the math. The math no, tells you. He's scared That's, to death. He's scared to death. He didn't want to come out of that. I'm, I have my you listen. I have a, a significant other that's in the same spot, and I have a, another friend that's in the same spot, and then I have I have a lot of other friends. We just laugh about it. So, you know, it's yeah. uh, it's probably somewhere in the middle. I would think. Yeah, it probably is. But, you know, since we've held out this long, you just think if they want to do it a few more weeks, you know, why not go along with the program? And then well, I don't know back. if the country can make it a few more weeks. People that live paycheck to paycheck, man. No, I agree with you. I mean, uh, I think I think a depression is very looming. And, uh, you know, mm-hmm. when people are broke and don't have money, you know, they get desperate. And, you know, and, no shit. Uh, that's why gun sales are up 10,000 percent. Yeah. Know? It's uh, it's a scary time. I mean, people. I said to myself, they're going to make it six weeks, and after that, there's they're not going to make it much longer. That's when the that's when the crime starts, and and people yeah. just say, "Go fuck yourself." I got to eat. So yeah, um, yeah. The looting will start, and the robbing, yeah. and else. So. That's when the that's when the 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 the, the martial law and the, the tanks are going to be on the street. So I think they got they know that, and I think that's why they're pushing to get the country open. And I, I think that they can open, I think they can open Las Vegas. I mean, we don't have that many cases, you know, I mean, yeah, I, I it, don't, it doesn't make sense why people in Walmart and uh, Albertsons and the hospitals and right. all those people can all work together. Right. They can all, Cause it's bullshit, Mike. You're, That's why. You're telling the law office, they got to shut down when they get two or three people in the office. Dude, how about the people that are arresting uh, parents with their kids in a park? I've seen that at least three times. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. I mean, this is just this and isn't China. Out of jail. Yeah, they let all the criminals out of fucking jail. What a fucking joke! You can't leave your fucking house, but the criminals are all getting let out of jail, killing people, murdering people. Oh, don't get me started, Mike. I've left. I've left this entire podcast non-political right. the whole time, which is so good for me. You know what I'm saying? All right, it is. It is. Yeah, I don't want to yeah. get you riled up here. It's your birthday. It, it Enjoy is, your day. You know, Mike, some people think for- you're fall, but. Those of us that know you, we know you're just a big teddy bear, Mike. That's really right, are. buddy. Thank you so All much, right. Mikey. Thanks for coming yeah, in on the mouthpiece. We'll see you I, soon. Thanks, buddy. Take All care. Right. Yep. I appreciate you listening to episode 42 of the Mouthpiece, my birthday edition. 
We will see you next week with episode 43, live from my home and office on Zoom. And who knows who's going to show up in our Zoom. Take care, everybody. The Mouthpiece.